Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. With you, BT. The the first thing that's on my mind after a day off yesterday, watching Juan Soto speak as a New York Yankee down in Tampa for the first time. I, like my thoughts are, I can't I can't even enjoy this if I'm a Yankee fan because Juan Soto's a goner. He's not going to be here long term. And this is an all in year. The Yankees haven't gone all in yet. Obviously, we talked about that. Still more moves to make. But I see Juan Soto. <sighs> And I don't feel the way that I did with other big Yankee acquisitions, whether it's signings, whether it's trades, because I feel in my heart of hearts he's leaving after this year. It's a totally mm. – think of how more enjoyable it would be, how much more enjoyable it would be if he were here knowing that you signed a long-term contract. You've got Soto for the next six months. You better enjoy it because I don't think he's going to be here much longer. I got to tell you, Sal, um, this is what's wrong with sports. Uh, you. Yeah, this is uh, what you're, you're a part of the problem. This is what's wrong with sports. Let me get this straight. I'm getting ready to watch, I, th- I think inarguably, okay, the best Yankee duo since Gehrig and Ruth. Hmm. And you want me to hit this thing fast forward eight, nine months down the road and worry about whether or not Juan Soto staying? I got news. How do you not? Well, I'm not at all. I, by the way, I got news for Juan Soto. You know, the narrative around Juan Soto now, and aside from being a great player, is, well, we yeah, he's got to see if he likes New York and how New York fits him and how the Yankees fit him. Hey, it's just, there's two sides of the coin. We got to make sure that we want to give him five or $600 million. So, I, I mean, I understand that the, the backdrop, the backstory, same with Alonzo. Is he staying? Is he going? I'm not worried about that. It is February 20th. The Yanks are going to win 90 games with their eyes shut. They're going to be a guaranteed playoff team. They got a Cy Young, obviously winner, but also candidate again. They got two MVP candidates. They got a kid who's 23. Who knows Who knows how good Volpe's going to be? And you are coming in today telling me to not enjoy the season, to worry about at Juan Soto's possible exit. Be- I'm not worried at all. Yeah, because it's like 
you know, I never, I don't really love going to strip clubs anymore. But like, and, and there's a reason why. The, and well, yeah, but there's the a reason why. Yeah. It's like a tease, right? For the most part, <laughs> you, you go in there, it's a, yeah. you know, and that's what Soto is. He's like the strip club. You're not marrying him. It's a one year deal. The only to help the night though until you resign him. Yeah, but but all the thought is, oh, Soto and Judge together. Yeah, for one year. What good is that? How do they, you they, know he's leaving? He's a free agent I at the end of the year, that. and all he wants is the most money. The 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 idea of Soto and Judge together is great. It's something we dream of, right? Obviously, Yankee fans, you can't get any better than that combo, as you said. Maybe the greatest combo ever. Who knows? But it's only one year. That's a problem. The Yankees have made these moves before, but it's always backed up with either the contract or it starts with a contract extension. You know you're going to be here long term. You trade a guy, you expect him to be here. This is the rare case, BT, where it's not. Juan Soto is going to test free agency, and Juan Soto is going to want the most money. And the way the Yankees have operated, I do not believe they're going to give Juan Soto the most money. So it's not even about where he's going to end up yet, although we could have fun with that throughout the course of the season. It's just about being in a spot as a Yankee from where you gave up a lot to get him, knowing this is a one-year deal, knowing that really anything short of a World Series win is going to be a failure. I, I, I process it differently. I truly do. I mean, I'm getting ready. We'll be there opening day and oh, the home opener, I should say, because they start on the road seven games, first four in Houston. And I'm going to watch an individual stroll up to home plate, and he's one of the best players in baseball. Mm-hmm. And batting right after him every single night is, I think, arguably the best player in baseball. Sal, I understand there's a business aspect to this. There's no Garrett. This is not about me being so brazen where I don't think that there's a chance that he can leave. I understand that's business. Dude, until he gets the extension, there literally is a chance. It is a one and done. Understood. But I choose to, and I I sincerely mean this, I choose to enjoy this season for what it is. And I remember, well, because it was my childhood, Maddie Lee and Winfield, and I'm sure before that, Reggie and Munson or Reggie and Nettles, and obviously, you know, several versions of A-Rod, whether it was Teixeira or somebody else, or Bernie and Paul O'Neill. I'm telling you, I'm I'm, going to repeat what I said to start the show. This is the greatest, most potent, most explosive, historically amazing duo based on their stats and paper coming into a season the Yankees have had since Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth. So I've got, and, and I, I, anybody can challenge me on that. I, I, I don't think there's any other option. I am going to the season taking, taking a high road because if I go to the left, it complicates my world unnecessarily. Right. I can't but, control but, what he does in nine or ten months when he hits free agency. But, Enjoy it. But the reality is he is going to hit free agency. I understand that, but the reality is he's going to be a Yankee before he hits free right, agency. For one year. So, all right, so for so, one year. You, so if this, let me, if this was flipped, yeah. all right? And, and I don't want to make it out. Well, I why? Man, what are you talking about? It was the same thing. Mets fans were going nuts with Francisco Lindor when they traded for him, saying, "Oh, he's got." Now remember, it was a little different with the Mets because that was the beginning of Cohen's ownership. Mets fans were still scarred from the prior ownership, and they were saying, "Oh, Lindor, yeah, they trade this whatever you know, the package for him, and now they're going to worry they're possibly going to lose him in the offseason." Which is why Cohen had to overextend before the season to lock up Lindor and put Mets fans at ease. Yankee fans may be going into the most enjoyable season that they've had as far as a one-two punch goes offensively, but they cannot be at ease until Juan Soto is locked up because you could sit here and say you're not going down that road, the negative road. The reality is you want to experience what you're going to experience this year long-term. Sure. And that is not going to happen once Soto tests free agents. It's not well, guaranteed to happen. Well, And by the way, Sal, if, if Juan Soto hits, I'll just throw out some numbers for you here. I don't know, 281 
with 31. Say he tries to get a little pull happy, which I don't think he will. A lot of his home runs go the opposite way. but And and that's hurt other Yankees. Giambi came here. He had 300 with the A's. And forget about the steroids, but he changed his swing. Teixeira changed his swing a little bit. It happened. You get a lefty, a lefty in the, even though Teixeira's a switch here, you get a lefty in the stadium, and you look 314 feet away. How can it not be enticing to try to pull right. everything, jack everything? And when you do that, your, your mechanics, they implode. I think Juan Soto is so far and above that because he is a surgical his approach is 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 it's next level, okay? So I'm not worried about that. But let's just say he goes 281, 31 home runs, 109 RBIs, an OPS of 890. Good, right. but not incredible. I mean, well, you geez, know what? You, yeah, that's monster year, though. No, but it's, it's not historic. It's, but it's, it's not historic. Right. I mean, it, it, so that's not going to be good enough. Right. Because if that's what he does, he's not getting the five or $600 million that he wants. That's why, at least not from us, that I'd be okay with that. That's why I'm not... I, I, I don't want to say that I'm not aware of of the possibilities, but I'm not worried because if business is handled both by the New York Yankees, mm-hmm. who will be one of the best teams in baseball and a playoff lock, book it. And oh, I'd so- hope so. Well, I mean, geez. And yeah. Soto and Judge, the absolute most dynamic one-two force in baseball, not just this year, in a long time. Mm-hmm. And the Yankees adding to it when they need to get the arm to make that World Series push. If all these things happen, I know the Yankees will come with the check to entice him to stay. And I listen, I don't know if he's going to sign it, but I do know if he beasts, the Yankees beasts, Aaron Judge beasts, there's the check. He ain't leaving. You see, so I'm, I'm not going to worry. I'm not buying that. I think he's taking the most money. I don't think the Yankees are going to have it. And it's more just about going into this year. Knowing I'm that so it's pumped, a one dude. year, yeah, I'm I, so pumped. I, I, I get it. I don't know that I've ever been quite that. My, I don't want to say never, but it's been a while. I mean, the the reality is, you, you it's a one year rental. I understand that, but think about the the tantalizing possibilities and the yep. the residue and the byproduct from the one year rental. Let's Better go. Better be a World Series, otherwise, to me, it's going to be. I failure. can't wait, I, I and I won't let you deprive yeah. me of my joy oh, no. coming at old Miss Road today. Joy, oh, in it, ten months, what's going to happen? I don't care. It's not I don't care months. what's going to happen in ten days. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a different story. Enjoy it, sure. Oh but yeah, you really could enjoy it if you knew Juan Soto was going to be a long. No, Yankee. I want him to feel the pressure to earn it because I want to see if what now and I don't want to yeah, get these yeah. calls but yeah I, I fundamentally if he if the Yankees bestowed a the 12 year deal 576 mm-hmm. yeah. okay I got you then we're all at ease and knowing what we're going to have for the next ease, 10 years but what we're not at ease we don't know if Juan Soto can answer the bell in New York City so to me and I believe I he will Rodon six years we didn't know he can answer the bell and obviously he couldn't uh, that's what I'm saying yeah. so now Soto Rodon let's not waste anybody's yeah. time comparing right. the two but my point is I, I, I would actually I feel better about Soto going through a pressurized environment you know Yankees got to win. Yep. He's got to earn the cut. Co- Let's see what you could do in New York. And then if you do what we think you'll do, we'll give you the 600 mil. And there's no way he's going to Queens. I know that that's the Ooh, end game for you. No. I know that's the end Ooh. game, buddy. It took you 10 minutes, but you got I mean, But that's part of it. That's part of your motivation. And the other motivation so, is to take away my baseball joy. So, no. Try to strip it away slowly. B- Not happening. BT and Sal, the fan of Fred's of Town Fair Tire. Remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Anthony is in Colonia, New Jersey. What's up, Ant? Yo, first up today. I love it. Um, Sal, listen, I'm a Mets fan, brother. I got you. Um, just, I'm t- This is going to be a great show today because you are going to be 
fighting an uphill battle all day. You are never, ever going to get BT or any other Yankee fan, for that matter, to not be excited about Soto right now. And I'm not you saying you can't be, and you're, you're right, Anthony, I understand that. I'm not saying you can't be because I would be too, also knowing what's coming. Think about it. You could be excited about this, but it could also, see, BT and I were talking about this earlier. The, the worst play scenario is still, or the worst case scenario is still in play for the Yankees. As is the best case. They could still win the World Series. They could lock Soto up for 10 years, 12 years. But they could also not win the World Series this year and lose him in free agency to, I don't know, the team across town with King Cohen. And then the Yankees are back to the 82-win team that they had a year ago. Anthony, before you answer all that, there's also a third or fourth option. But I'll just give you one for timeliness here. There's also an option, Sal, where... They lose, uh, and I don't want this to happen, but a tightly contested, you know, six, seven game American League Championship Series. Soto uh-huh. loves New York. They don't win the World Series, and he still stays. Right. Go ahead, Ann. <laughs> well, oh, this is going to be a wide. <laughs> this guy's already under my skin. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's the thing. I, what you just said, Sal, and believe me, I'm the first one to say, I really, really hope what you just said happens. I'm a Mets fan. I hope Soto ends up le- not staying with the Yankees and coming to Queens. But my point is, there isn't a Yankee fan on the planet right now who's even worrying about rental, this, that. It's good. It, look, it's exciting time for Yankee fans. I'm envious right now, but it, it, this, um, let me just say this. I'm very excited to see what some other people have to say to you today if, you're, if your goal is to get Yankee fans to not be happy. Oh, by the way, goal is to be realistic about it, and thank you for the call, Anthony. The reality is Juan Soto is in his walk here. I mean, that's the reality. <laughs> Who's going to ignore that? So Yankee fans are above it all that they can't worry about it. The Mets can worry about it with Lindor. They can worry about it with Alonzo. But the Yankees can't worry about it because Juan Soto wants to be a Yankee forever. Bullcrap. This is the one guy that I really believe, you know, I thought Judge was going to look for the most money. Turns out he wasn't right and and the Yankee fans you know you got to enjoy a historic season you tell me Yankee fans weren't worried about Aaron Judge potentially leaving they were annoyed at the Yankees at Judge everybody was annoyed every which way because Judge wasn't locked up and then they had to sweat it out arson Judge to the Giants like they were sweating it out all the way to the very end until Judge took less money to come back to the Yankees I'm guaranteeing you Juan Soto's not taking less money to come back to the Yankees and I'm not saying he's definitely leaving I would tend to think he is based on reasons the Yankees haven't operated the way that they should based on knowing who's going to be competing for Juan Soto. But whether he's leaving or not is irrelevant right now. It's that he's not locked off, and he could leave because he will test free agency, and then you have him for one year, and all this excitement about Judge and Soto together is for one measly season. Well, I mean, I woke up today, right, and I opened my eyes, took a shower, went through the routine. As the feet hit the floor, now I didn't really, I didn't know exactly what we were going to talk about. We had to still flush through the show. But since Soto spoke yesterday, we both surmised Mm -hmm. this would be it. And and obviously it's gonna it's taken off already. We completely disagree, and I think the calls will be great today. But as my feet hit the floor, I could have gone one of two directions. Oh my God! What happens if Juan Soto leaves? Or right. Like, Let's go. We got Soto and Judge. And guess which one I chose? Yeah, I know. You chose exactly. positivity. I chose reality. <laughs> James is on Long Island. What's up, James? What's I, going on, guys? Hi, Hello, James. James. BT, I have a challenge for you today. Okay. Do not let this happiness leech suck everything There's out. There's no chance. He is coming into this with this. And I'm sorry, you know, this is going to hurt you a little bit, Sal. This met mentality that we have to, oh, no, what happens if we lose him next year? This is exactly what is wrong with sports, as BT said. Can we just be happy? And I knew from the beginning, and Sal, I'm going to let you talk on this. I knew from the beginning that you were so into this. 
because you want him to go to the Mets. That's why you're so up against it, so up in arms against this this morning. Uh, against I, what? I, Tell me what I'm against. Because I don't happiness. even know. I'm, I'm not against happiness. You are you exactly are. what you are. You gave, so you you so gave up five. the Yankees to have happiness. No, no, that's that's not what I'm you See, you're hearing it different from what I'm saying. I'm saying the Yankees gave up five players for a rental, James, and thank you for the call, for a rental in Juan Soto. The reality is instead of everybody going in, oh, Judge and Soto, the reality is it might be, just be Judge long-term. Of the two, one of them's locked up. The other one is not. It is going to be. He's in his walk year. Like, there's a very realistic possibility that this great tandem, maybe the greatest ever, Soto and Judge, maybe the greatest ever. Mantle, Maris, Ruth, imagine whatever. You go over Don't forget Gary, Gary. stuff. Yeah, throw them on. There you go. This, this could be the greatest tandem ever for one season. <laughs> you're such an ass. I swear to God, you really are. Right? That's good enough for you. Uh, you're such a, I am about. I was worried about losing. <laughs> Juan Soto today, as you should be about you know, losing Luke Voigt after this yeah, season right. or after he's in camp for 10 days and you cut him. It's just not in my mental sphere. I mean, I'm not saying that it won't be at some point. Let Do this, Sal. Go back to 2010, all right? Okay. So imagine if LeBron James, yeah. who spurned us over and right. over and okay. And in 2010, he said, you know what? So instead of Amari coming, LeBron came. But LeBron James said, you know, I'm not sure about ownership. And back then, there was a real dark cloud over the garden, all right? And LeBron's like, I'm coming, but I'm coming for one year. As a Knicks fan, all right, would you... Of course, you're aware of the prospects of him leaving after the one season. But wouldn't you be beyond uh, enthralled that he's gracing us with his presence. Now, it's different because Soto was dealt here. I understand. Rather than LeBron saying, still, I'm coming for a let's year. Say the same but it's still, still pre- it's the same premise. All time great. I'm not saying Soto's quite right. LeBron, but you know what I mean. All time great, coming for a year with the with the realistic prospects of bouncing after a year. I understand that. I'm going to grant you that. What I'm saying is, I'm latching on to the good. And the good is, hopefully, if he's healthy, knocking on wood. He posts every right. day. 158, right. 159 games. Juan Soto, Aaron Judge, back to back. Let's go. Right. And I would just want it for more than one year. Well, I, I do, but I can't control that I, right but now. That's, but that's the problem. That's, that's no problem. Same it's, thing with LeBron, if that were the, the hypothetical but, that you painted. But, it, I, I, but it's only a problem when it becomes a problem. It's if not I, a problem if, right now. If I told you. And so wake him up. If I told oh, you, wake me up. I think I well, go ahead. You could have a relationship. Ready to jump through the microphone today. You missed could, you yesterday. You, you know, CeeLo was great. Go ahead. You could Love have C-Lo. a relationship. The best sex of your life, guaranteed. All the best things possible uh-huh. for one year. <laughs> okay. And then she's gonna walk. Okay, but then am I am I, am I do I have to become a priest for the rest no, of my no, life, no, or do I at least to, do I like get do I get bad know, sex? You're back to I mean, what am I getting? You're here? back to 82 win sex. Long <laughs> was like 95, 100 win sex. That's yeah, an interesting analogy. Let me you process that one for I a moment. I want the long <clears throat> commitment. I want the marriage. <laughs> I want to get married to Soto if I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah. I don't want to date him for a year and yeah. know what could be or what could have been. Mm-hmm. I'm chewing on that one for a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll get you an answer a little bit. Chris is in Flint, Michigan. What's up, Chris? Hey, Chris. Hey, BT, Sal. Love you guys. Sal, I got you in my thoughts and prayers, buddy. Thank you, you Chris. I'm going to need it. All right, here we go. So, I'm not really big into, like, you know, dreams and all this stuff, but hear me out for a second, guys. I woke up this morning having the best dream ever, and I'm telling you, it's, a lot of it had to do with what Soto was wearing on his T-shirt. <laughs> oh. He is looking for the money. And, BT, I'm going to tell you, enjoy this year of your Bronx Bash Brothers. You guys are going to hit a lot of homers. Yep. But I'm telling you, in my dream. I saw it. 
Okay. I saw Soto putting on the Mets jersey. And then you woke up and realized it's Luke Boyd instead. Go back to bed. Alonzo. I mean, come on. Hey, hey, I saw Pete right next to him. Uh, They're all paid. They're all happy. Uh, and they're on this magazine cover. Oh. redoing the Giants yacht. You got Cohen in the background with yeah. Boris, a sledgehammer breaking the crown, and you got all the Mets taking a piece of the crown because the team is going to be the Kings of New York. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, that like, is some dream yeah, there, Chris. I mean, we did spike it with a hallucinogen as well before he went to bed. <laughs> I mean, the last time I saw the Mets, like a group of Mets on the cover of Sports Illustrated, the greatest infield of all time. Yeah. They won nothing. You had the best line, though. You, and then you woke up and realized you have Luke Voigt. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, let's let's not bury the lead here. While Sal was what, away, Luke Voigt yeah, came to the Mets. What I will say is that that dream that Clint had still is on the table to be reality in the offseason. I, I understand that. I'm just not worried about it. And can I tell you something real fast? We have to break. Yes. You and I both had dreams, I swear to God. Yeah. We both had dreams last night about Pete Alonzo. Hand to Bible. Yeah. We, I, and as soon as we started, I'm like, don't even tell me what it was. Mine was next level nuts. So we'll tell and okay. I don't even know what yours was, but we'll tell you what it was later. All Interesting. Right. They've had an epiphany. Wild show. Me. Maybe. 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 Oh, I can't wait to get to that. BT and Sal on the fan. More your calls on the other side. Happy to be back with you guys here on this Tuesday afternoon on the fan. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. It's their 27th World Championship. The most of any team in any sport in the history of professional sports. When New York's Sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Sal Akata, back on The Fan. It's so good to be back, dude. I know I got a couple of days coming up here. They got to take off, unfortunately. Uh, I hate being out, but, uh, you know, sometimes life gets in the way. And it was funny. I was telling my wife, I was like, man, BT's like, you're like the older brother that I never had. And oh, I, well, that's nice. I know she's like, oh. And we, by the way, that was after she called me a clown. You know what the problem? I go out there. I start the car. I warm it up. I'm assuming the heat is on. Like, who doesn't leave the I go back out there. We go, go to get in the car. Put the baby in there. The heat wasn't on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you left. Uh, the last left the car was like at 70 degrees, whatever. Uh-huh. She's like, what are you, an idiot? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're doing, doing the clown. That's right. So she called me doing the clown. Yeah. Wow, it's funny. <laughs> it, it, really ironic. Sometimes yeah. when when Jen gets mad, she'll she'll call me Andrew Dice Clay. Really? Before we even she even knew the dice was coming in. Because she's from Texas, so the whole approach is different. Oh, the, so the, like the, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn approach is, oh, even okay. though I've softened I'd rather be called Andrew Dice Clay than <laughs> Doink the Clown. Me too. I'm like, my wife too? What is it, social media? I can't escape this thing? You're, you're taking a low blow, calling me Doink? That's but a But then we were blow. talking about the show, and like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yesterday we had house stuff that we had to do tomorrow's like the serious stuff, but... I was like, yeah, I, I, I just love talking sports. You know, like my older brother. And now here we go with the Yankee stuff. I've said that to Jen, too. And it's sincere. And I think that's one of the reasons why the show's working. Yeah. I mean and, that, man. And it is not uh, work. It, we're just no. talking sports, which is great. And today, I'm going to need Although sometimes you make it like work with these stupid takes. And well, you're just tuning in. He's basically telling me not even to enjoy Juan Soto because he's leaving. I didn't say that. Well, Don't yeah, twist my much. words up, big bro. No, what I said was Juan Soto is a free agent. 
and there's a good chance that worst-case scenario is still in play for the Yankees here where he walks. Yes, for one year, I would dream, too, about Soto and Judge. I think it's going to be so much fun to watch. I hope everybody stays healthy, and they go out there and bang. And I think that they're going to do just that. If, I, I don't think the Yankees are a World Series team. There's still you know more more moves to be made here, which maybe they'll do. But the reality is Soto's going to want the most money, dude. That's what he's about. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the Yankees are going to give it to him. So I would be a little nervous, if not apprehensive, about this season going in, knowing that it's possibly Judges and Soto's last. You know, Obviously Soto specifically, but the tandem last in pinstripes. Anthony's in Staten Island. What's up, Ant? Good afternoon, guys. Uh, I got a question for both of you guys. Who do you think is a better tandem, uh, Judge and Soto or Otani and Trout? Judge and Soto. Really? Yeah. I, I disagree with that one. Only uh, because Mike Trout's not the same player, Anthony. If this was Trout a couple of years ago, it, it might be a different how, conversation. How about, how about Betts and Otani? I think Mike Trout actually still has better numbers than Judge. You forget about the numbers, though, Anthony. Right now, Mike Trout is an afterthought, and he's been like that for a couple of years. Yep. Yep. And if you and thank you for the call. If you want to do the tandems right now, it's a good question. Don't Otani get me wrong. Betts. Yeah, I mean, no, it's Soto. Forget and even forget even pitcher. I mean, let me ask you that. And I know that it's debatable. I'm, I'm just because I'm saying it doesn't mean that that's got to be the only the true. one, right? I mean, Braves. Uh, do you throw Freeman in there? Which he's, just, he's not. Yeah, I mean Freeman. Who, I mean, that, that's you, the, Acuna and Riley. They're not at that level not yet. yet. Right? I would almost think Acuna and Olsen more than yeah, Acuna well, and Riley. Take one. I mean, Olsen's year was see, insane. That's, that's the difference is that the Dodgers and Braves have three that you could say. Yeah, Yankees have two. I mean, you could argue the Yankees two are better. Mm-hmm. I would just when I'm doing it too with with uh, Otani, I would just forget pitching, especially this year. Oh, hundred percent. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. Betts, Otani, or Judge Soto? Let me ask you this now. Who's the most imposing player in baseball? The most feared hitter in baseball? Got to be Judge. Yeah. So I think you start with that, and then you incorporate, and it's all backed up by analytics, the most patient, you know, the most whatever. Like, so you're saying Soto. they balance each other out, or uh, you're just talking about just... I mean, dude, Otani is feared as well. I Maybe understand. not to the level of Judge. And Betts is a... I mean, he may not be the... I, I don't know. Betts is a better all-around player than Soto. And I'm not trying to minimize Yes, Soto, I agree with right, that. Okay. I agree with that, right? So no Betts is, runs if, better, yeah. If Betts is an all-around you know, better defender, you can yes. move him around a little bit. Yes. If Betts is an all-around better player than Soto, and Otani is at least, and you can say he's on par with Judge, or no, you're giving Judge the significant advantage. I think Judge is better. I do. Yeah, I, I think he's is, better. We, we factoring in health here. You know, I mean, Otani's been banked up too. I know, I understand that. Let me give you this, just to to circle back to Trout because that that was the initial mm-hmm. question. I mean, the last four years, seventeen home runs, forty six ribbies. The next year, eight home runs, eighteen he's, ribbies. He's done. I mean, then he did go forty and eighty in twenty twenty two, but he still missed a huh. He missed forty games, and last year, eighteen and forty. He's always hurt, dude. You talk about injuries. He's run always it. hurt. Doesn't run any. Do you realize year two he stole forty nine bases? Led the league, Led, and the le- Mickey Mantle, my ass. They were saying he's going to be Mickey yeah. Mantle, Willie Mays, and I know that some of his numbers are up there, but he's not. Well, he the the pro, like the the body yeah. type, the position, um, you know, maybe some you know just physical characteristics. But Soto, I mean, um, Trout came in and he was running forty nine steals, thirty three steals, and then the last four years he's stolen six bases combined. Yeah. He's just not the same. And the guy. two of them never he's got not. off to. I mean, I, I get if you want to pick each individual's best year. Yep. How you can make the argument, I guess, for Trout and Otani, but nah, it's yeah, I would go. That. I would go Judge and Soto. Jonathan is calling from Newtown, Connecticut. What's up, Jonathan? 
Hey, Jonathan. Thanks. How's it going? Good. How are you? What's happening, buddy? Good. Hey, Sal, the, the biggest issue you have right now, honestly, with, with looking at Soto is that you don't have anything to look at with your team. I mean, you look at the Yankees, there's excitement. There's Stroman. He's walking around smiling all over the place. You got Judge, obviously. You got Cole. You got You're worried Soto. about Stroman? You should be worried about Judge and, and then, Soto. Yeah, but then you turn around, you go to Port St. Lucie. No, no, no. You don't even have a pulse. Right, but Jonathan, have, Jonathan, no Jonathan, no, nobody's saying that. That's not about, I don't know why, are you obsessed with the Mets? No. So then why are you talking about the Mets? We're talking about Soto. Is Juan Soto a free agent? Is Juan Soto a free agent? No, he's not. He's a Yankee. No, is he a free agent at the end of the year? That's the end of the year. We haven't oh, even thrown a spring right. trading pitch yet. Right. Okay. So Juan, Juan, right. Juan Soto is going to be a Yankee for one year. Twenty-four. Okay. Right. And if he gives us a chip, that would be the greatest thing that's ever Correct. happened to Juan Soto. Correct. If. That's it. It's a big that's if. That's all we can ask for yeah. right now because that's all we have a contract for. Right. That's true. We're so, more worried about the about the Yankees and Juan Soto and free agency. Why don't you worry about getting 60 wins this year, Sal? How Jonathan, that? how about this? Worry about how about that? this? I'm worried about doing my job. Now get lost, and thank you for the call. <laughs> Why don't you worry about this? I'll worry about what I want to worry about. I'll talk about what I want to talk about. Thank you. Thank you for the call. It has nothing to do with the Mets. Let it go. Now, in the offseason, it's going to have a lot to do with the Mets. Do you know Why? Because King Cohen is going to make a push for Juan Soto. Steve Cohen, who will take back the crown, will make a push for Juan Soto. But right now, it's not about the Mets. I agree with you. Listen up, Yankee fans. If you think this is about the Mets, let me say it for you. Pay attention. You're saying the same stuff he said. I'm going to say it for you. The Mets stink. I know it. They've got nothing. They'll be lucky to be a playoff team. They could say they're a playoff team. The reality is they're not. They're not any good. But next year is going to be a different story. And it's not about them right now. It's about the Yankees and the reality, BT, of their situation that while this may be the greatest season ever for a tandem, it may only be one, one year. And the Yankees, their fans deserve better. I want Soto here long term for the Mm -hmm. Yankees. Think about, Sal, how counterproductive it would be to, on February 20th, begin lamenting what could happen. I mean... Uh, listen, but it's realistic. It's I not understand like a that. I, I get that. There's there's things that are, you know, unavoidable that are 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 real concerns. That that that's just what I choose to deal with. I mean, I'm I'm digging in now. The streaming system and finding some of these stupid games is going to be a challenge. But I can't wait to lock in every night. And I, I mean it. this, Sal. Same thing. To, and, and I'll be watching the Mets. I'll be doing mm-hmm. my job. But, man, bouncing right, but back Yankees and forth. the Yankees are going to be and, the show in town. You know, and then if we get to a point, and that's not for today, but if Volpe eventually, eventually, he's not going to be their opening day. If Volpe earns the leadoff spot, and he's there one, and Soto two, and Judge three, forget about Stanton Rizzo. I'm just talking about that the top third of the order. I mean, it is, it is going to be on. And it's going to be so enjoyable. And it's going to be such a contrast, thankfully, from Hicks and screaming about Gallo and Donaldson not running out pop-ups and all the dumb things that that really were presented to Yankee fans over the last couple of years. I'm not saying that this season will be issue-free. It won't be because it's baseball, but it starts from a pretty good spot, and I'm pumped. 877-337-6666. All right, let's see here. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Brady Tierney Salicata back on the fan, taking your calls, 877-337-6666. 
We'll get to some Mets news, or at least some reports out there speculating about some possible Mets news and an extension. One of the young players, not Pete. Don't worry, I'm not going to tease you that way. Um, but we'll get to that in coming up in a little bit, and I'm not so sure how accurate those reports are anyway. So we'll uh, we'll break that down in about 15 minutes or so. But right now, BT, Juan Soto is the topic. You know, talking about an extension, it's not going to happen with Juan Soto. He's waited a long time, turning down an extension years ago. With the Nationals, a big offer. He's been waiting to get to free agency. He's going to have that opportunity at the end of the year. While I'd be excited going into the year if I'm a Yankee fan, certainly about Judge and Soto together in that lineup, I'd also be a little bit nervous about it being just a one-year thing where it should be more for the Yankees. Their fans deserve better. Larry is in Westchester. What's up, Larry? Hey, B-Team Sal. How you guys doing? How are you, Larry? Hey, bud. Good. Listen, Sal, I'm a huge Mets fan like you. But I got to go with BT on this one. If I'm a Yankee fan, the last thing I'm worried about is what Soto's going to do nine months down the road. I'm just going to sit back, enjoy the year, and whatever happens, happens. The Yankees are doing what Florida Marlins did about 20, 25 years ago when Wayne, the guy from... Uh, uh, Wayne Heisinger. Wayne Heisinger. Yeah, when he owned the team. He brought in all these big stars. He won a championship and then immediately turned, uh, tore the team down. Now, I'm not saying the Yankees are going to tear their team down. There's no chance. Right, but but the Marlins also brought in a championship team. The Yankees stopped short of that. Remember that team? That's exactly right. That's exactly right, and I still don't think the Yankees have a championship team. But, BT, if you think that the Yankees are going to extend Soto for $50 million, $60 million a year, I think you're going to be sorely disappointed because this is Hal Steinbrenner, not George So, so when you say that, Lair, and – I mean, I, I disagree, but until we see it, we don't we don't know, so I, I, I can't exactly. say that I'm... Okay, but do you think that the Yankees... Common sense for a sec here, Larry. Do you think the Yankees actually made that trade and didn't set aside somewhere, earmark X amount of money with the intention to resign Juan Soto? Do you really think that that's what's going on? No, they did set aside okay. X amount of money, but not $50 million, $60 million. Uh, I guarantee they did. Well, we don't know what it's going to take, and thank you for the call, Larry. But I will say, BT... They ain't getting 60 Yeah, but the Yankees didn't have the highest offer for Judge. They got lucky that Judge wanted to come back to them. I think, based on every, every which way Cashman and the Yankees have operated for the last five, six years, maybe even longer, I think that they believe, the Yankees believe, that getting Soto here now will help grease the skids to get them to get a discount okay. in the offseason. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. He's not judge. Soto was going to take every single penny. I firmly believe that. By the way, most players do. Judge is a special one. For leaving money on the table to come back to New York, it shows you how much he wanted to be a Yankee. I say the same thing about Alonzo. I think Alonzo's going to take the most money possible as well. Now, we'll see. We'll see how this thing plays out. But I definitely think Soto, who's waited forever to get to this point, is going to take the most money, and I don't think the Yankees are going to have the highest offer. All right, let me ask you this. Now, we could go 11, 12, 13 mm. years. We could get wacky, but just to make this easy in terms of numbers, 10. let's go 10. Yeah. All right. So He's he's 27 right now? Soto? Yeah. How no, old? he's 24. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, that's right. That's right. He's, Alonzo, I was getting mixed up maybe with him. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, Soto, he, Pete's even old. Pete's 30, or Pete will be 30. Or Juan Soto mm. will, be 26, will be 26 by the time next year happens. So when well, he already has the extension. Okay. Either way. Ten years, what do you think, whether it's Cohen or somebody else, give me your thought on what, and assuming he has a massive season, so there's no dip here, what is he, ten years, how much? For Soto, you said. For Soto. In the offseason. Well, there's a point what, Otani, behind this. Otani got 800 again? Was it seven? I thought it was seven. 700? Yeah, it was seven. 
Uh, Most of it deferred. You know. Yeah, I think he's getting. I, I would say Soto's going to get five fifty. Yeah. Okay. I because I I do think he's going to be short of six. I mean, dude, six is like it's crazy. I agree now, for a non pitcher or maybe non center fielder. I mean, well, I mean, if you ta- if you're going the you know twelve thirteen year route, mm-hmm. maybe you get to six that way. Okay, but let's say, uh, let's say ten years five fifty fair ballpark ish. Okay, yeah. All right. So let's say Cohen. I'll either throw the Dodgers, even though I don't see that, and Artie Moreno's desperate, the Angels, and new ownership with Baltimore. I'm just throwing teams out there. Ten years, 550. That's what they offer Soto. What do you think? Or do you really think that the New York Yankees are going to come in at ten years, 460? There's no chance, No, I think, I think the Yankees probably have five allotted for them. Okay. Now, okay, so if the Yankees... Go ten years, five, and everybody else or the others. Oh, go, what if it's twelve for six or well, dude, thirteen just, for six? Something. I, I, I understand that we I, can we can play the game. For, I'm just no, trying to get about, to a destination. We're, we're talking but, about roughly fifty between a hundred million. I mean, it's a lot of money. I understand that, but are you telling me that the Yankees, if they were presented an opportunity, let's say Boer fifty million dollar difference, fifty million. Bohr says he loves it. We're taking every penny. You know, the Mets have this. The Orioles have this. It's all in the same ballpark. He loves the Yankees. He loves the history. He loves Judge. He loves playing here. Loves the fans. Loves the ambiance. Are you telling me, let's just please, please apply common sense for a second, that Aaron, that the Yankees aren't going to close the gap of 50 freaking million dollars? If people think that, you are out of your mind. Why? You are lost. They, they haven't extended for Blake Snell. They didn't have the highest Blake offer Snell's for Judge. Blake Snell's not Juan Soto. Right, they didn't have Blake the highest Snell's offer for Judge. Blake Snell's not Juan Soto. Uh, I agree. They okay. didn't have the highest offer for Judge. But they didn't need it, which is different from Soto, which they will. I do agree with your premise. They will need to. There's no discount coming. What, where you and I disagree is that when it's you know push comes to shove right. time, the Yankees will say, Yamamoto, right. another example. But they also had the highest AAV. Right, People but, but, disregard uh, that. No, no. Yes, that's true. But they didn't have the highest total. I understand And again, that. I'm not saying that that was the the reason why he chose the Dodgers. But the, the, the offers were not equal. So, I mean, you know, the Yankees have operated less than. All I'm saying is this thought that the Yankees at the last second will will, will flinch and say, oh, my God, that's just too steep for our blood. If Juan Soto hits Yankees... 302 with an OPS of 1,100, they're not letting the guy walk. You, you think he go, do you think the Yankees go to $600 million? I don't know what it, I Okay, I don't, I don't mean to give you a not answer, but I'll, I'll bridge it with this. If he has an all-time season, which I think he will, mm-hmm. and the other suitors are in that neighborhood— yeah. It's going to be like Yamamoto. Let's say that there's a third team mm-hmm. and the Mets and Yankees. Oh, there's definitely going to be four, five, six teams hunting down And Soto. the Mets and the third team go to six. Let's just use Yamamoto's I got numbers. You. Six, but 625. For like 12 years at that point. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. So the Mets and the third mystery team go yep. to 625. All I know is this. And the if, Yankees are at six. And they say, we're not moving off of six. That's the highest we're doing. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember, my, you get Judge in play as well. Where Judge know. Be and Cole. Off. Cole's yeah, big deal. Yeah, I know. Uh, and Cole could opt out. Yankees control that because they could obviously tack on another year, so that's more money. But that's where I think you get creative. You trade Glaber Torres. You play a couple of kids uh-huh. up the middle. Volpe's making peanuts. You know, DJ's eventually off the books. Rizzo's off the books pretty soon. My answer is yes, okay? My answer is yes, especially when he resembles. I know he's going to hit second, but that prototypical second or third hitter that the Yankee great teams always have. They're not letting it. If he wants to stay, they ain't letting him go. So Soto, just to clarify, he is 25 right now. So he turned 25. He'll be 26 next year. Yeah, he will be 26 in what October. 
Okay, that's what, okay. There you go. Right, he's okay. twenty five. Yeah, no, all right. He's not twenty eight, twenty nine. It's not it. complicated. He, I know. Well, that's why he's going to get. That's I why know. maybe initially we were talking about six hundred because yeah. of his age. I hear you. Tony is in Queens. What's up, Tony? Hey, Tony. Tony. What's hey up, guys, Tony? how's it going? Um, I got one for BT and one for Sal. Yeah. Uh, so BT, in regards to um, conflict for the Yankees, you said Gehrig and Ruth. I think it's more Mantle and Maris. You have the, you know, Mantle, homegrown, loved player, similar to Judge. Yep. And then you have the, another guy, you know, married to come off an MVP coming in. Okay. Uh, fair enough. And no, I then, gotcha. um, in regards to Sal, Sal, more that you're saying how, um, you know, he wants every dollar. He's been waiting to hit free agency. He's turned down extensions. I'm actually more excited that he's a free agent this year, this year than being locked up. How many times do we see guys get locked up and then have a down year? So, if he's going to sign a major contract somewhere else, at least let him get that, that money in that season, that getting him that contract with the Yankees. It's a good thing. Well, agreed for the one year, right? Because guys, to your point, Tony, and thank you for the call, to your point, guys generally have their career years. Mm-hmm. I, I have shocker how it just happens like this, I guess, by accident. But guys yeah. have their career years in their walk year. So, yes, from that aspect, you better be getting the best, that, and I think that you will, the best that Juan Soto has to offer. He's waited a long time for this. He's about to hit the market. He's going to go nuts this season. I would just be bothered that it's not going to be long term. I, I just, I have my doubts with the Yankees. And I'm bothered too, BT, that if it is going to be a one-year deal, then it really should have been all in. And it's not. That's a different conversation, though. I know. But, that's, but that, and that's, not, but, that's a valid one. But it is part of why I I still think that worst-case scenario is in play. Like, the Yankees put a Band-Aid on getting Juan Soto, and even that is just a one-year rental for now. Could that change? Sure. But they didn't go all in to make it say, okay, well, regardless of what happens after the year, this is a World Series team. I think they're short of a World Series team. Oh, by the way, and Juan Soto is going to hit the open market at the end of the year. BT and Sal on the field. We'll get to that Mets note on the other side. Keep it going with your Yankee calls as well. 877-337-6666. When this happened, you talk. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. About it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata back on the fan. So the one thing I talked about before, you know, giving a little tease with the Mets and a possible extension of one of the young players, there was a, a report out there, BT, from Hector Gomez. Okay. I'm not sure exactly who that is. Uh, I think he's an MLB insider. He's got a, about 100,000 followers, so he's he's fairly uh, reputable. Did he buy them, or do we know that, if he's legit? I don't legit? know. I, I feel like I have heard know. of him before, but I'm just not familiar really with his work. Anyway, he tweeted out saying that uh, Francisco Alvarez is close to signing an extension with the Mets. So take that for what it's worth from Hector Gomez. Yep. Uh, yeah, he says he's MLB insider here, um, based in the Dominican Republic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, just going based off of his Twitter bio, followed by a lot of uh, reputable people I see by Talking Baseball. Um, so, okay, maybe a reputable source here. But then Andy Martino uh, also tweeted out about that, saying that, People in the know um, saying that that's not there's no ongoing talks right now. So hmm. it's kind of conflicting reports. Let me just get the exact Andy quote. Uh, an extension with Alvarez would definitely make sense for the Mets at some point, but people who know say there's nothing doing on the front at the moment. So you have conflicting reports right there. And then you and I were talking about this. Alvarez, I believe, right now, you know, he's basically got a, a year less than a year of service. Yeah, which means he's still got what five years under control. Yeah. Which means if you're going to extend him now like what is that deal looking at are they buying out the first two years of free agency three years like to make it worth it don't the Mets have to do that at the very I, least I, I yeah you and I were trying to talk through this during the break here I mean yeah you're right he's free agent eligible 2029 uh Arbe eligible 2026 obviously making peanuts yeah like why would you it seems early to dive into that unless you you know I mean listen if you think Alvarez now, who's taking the bigger risk? Think let's so let's say it's that's why it seems unlikely without diminishing somebody else's reporting chops. I, I don't right. know, but it if could the, be right. Who the hell knows for sure? Know. Yeah. But if the Mets were to buy out five years, right, and then you you have to tack on at least two years. Otherwise, why would the Mets do it? They it's a waste of time. At least two. Probably at least two. More, I was going to say yeah. probably three. Probably three more right. so than probably just two. So if the Mets were willing to do that. I think that that would be a forward-thinking move, much like the Braves. I would like it, but would it be worth it to Alvarez? I would think probably so. Him, you pay yes. 30, 40 million guaranteed? Why not? Right, because you got to wait years Maybe to get more. that type of money. Yes. Even in arbitration, I mean, best-case scenario is going to make a lot, right? This well, dude, be- think about this. Gleyber Torres, who's not great but good, mm-hmm. just made $14.1 million in arbitration That's this all, year. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Juan Soto was 30. That was the highest ever in right. ARB. And, you know, but some of the other numbers, I mean, so Gleyber Torres, who, who, again, I mean, maybe Alvarez, you know, even though different profile type of players, maybe Alvarez becomes a better, more consistent hitter. 
uh, even though Torres is solid. But, you know, Torres has been around a while. He's had some really good seasons. He's certainly respected. He was only at 14-1 this past year, the year before he hits arbitration next year. So, I mean, the Mets would have to pony up. It's just, when you saw, Hoff saw the report, and it, it struck me as interesting that the Mets would embrace this, but... It didn't seem practical. So he's given arbit- the timing. He's arbitration eligible in 2026. Yep, and FA 2029. Right. Yeah, like from I don't Mets, know. From a Mets perspective, it doesn't make much sense to me. I agree. They're the ones taking the risk here. Alvarez is saying, "Yeah, I'm going to get guaranteed." Now you want to play the the card out with the Braves, where it looks at uh, you know you look at Ronald Acuna Jr. He ended up getting screwed, or Ronald Acuna. Jr. He did when he signed for 100 mil. Yeah. Early. Yeah, that's what I mean. He yep. got a. a dirt cheap deal mm-hmm. to a point where I feel like at some point that's going to come back to bite the Braves because he'd be like, this is not what right. What is he signed through? Do you know how many years mm-hmm. was that for? It wasn't like 10, was it? It wasn't anything crazy. Uh, Otherwise, there's no way he's going to sit through that I thought it was contract. eight. Was it not? It might be. Seven or eight. I got his numbers right here. I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, wh- Yeah, eight year. It was an eight-year, eight. $100 million deal. Okay. Uh, and it expires. Well, I've got It goes through 20. There's a team option. 2027 is the team option. Um. Yeah. I mean, listen. Which they'll pick up. Of course. And then there's another team option 28. in 2028 for $17 million. So he's million. not eligible until 2029 to be a free agent. Oh, man. Yeah, I, okay, I get underpaid. it. But now he's come. Remember, he hurt his knee. Yeah. Now, just imagine if there was some catastrophic injury. He just banked $100 million. Right, but he's going to be he's gonna be 32 But at that's that the risk that you take. I know. I for mean, him, you know, you're saying. For him. Yeah. I can see why the Braves did it. Yeah. I know with the Mets, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make, I wouldn't take Too that early. risk right now. No, if Al, let's say Alvarez hits two sixty this year with twenty six home runs and continued growth, and you know next year middle of the season, so that would be twenty twenty five. He's posting big numbers and he's showing. Maybe that's when you do it. Right. It just doesn't seem the timing doesn't seem beneficial now. You have something, Hoff? Yeah, just want? to compare it to uh, the Tigers did this recently with Colt yes. Keith. Yes, he signed a six. Colt Keith. Colt he's, Keith, okay. He, he's yeah, he's yeah. someone that's coming up. Six-year contract for twenty-eight, about $28 million. But then there's three club options, which would take him to the age 31. In totality, he'd make, it would be about $82 million over nine years that he'd be making. And But see, but here's the problem. If it becomes the star that everybody thinks he's going to become. He's severely underpaid. He just signed 60 cents on the dollar. But if he gets hurt, he makes $82 well, million dollars he wouldn't have made. But isn't that the smart play now? Like, isn't that what teams have been doing? Isn't that what the Braves have been doing? No, I'm saying from successful? the player perspective, it's riskier. From the team perspective, it's brilliant. Well, absolutely. assuming well, that the player pans out. Yeah, but now, if you I think do Alvarez, it, I, you, I like Alvarez as a player. So I wouldn't be worried about it in that regard. It just also seems unnecessary when you're trying to bring, you know, like the Mets could go on a spending spree next offseason. Why would you pay Francisco Alvarez now when you can wait a few years? To I'll tell you him- why. Because you you might, and this is where Stearns' calculations are interesting, and this is why David Stearns is here. Because, I mean, think about this. I The Mets never do this. And now there's a report that they might do it with the first right. really, really, really good young player uh-huh. they've had in a little bit. So I, I think that's all Stearns' influence here. Maybe what you do is you create a template where if Alvarez becomes the player that they, and, and most of us think that he will, and he's shown visible signs that he'll be that player, maybe the Mets are preparing you know, three, four years, starting next year as well, but to go absolutely bonkers with what they spend. And they're sitting there saying to themselves, 
All right. If we know we have Alvarez as a right-handed thumper on lock for 70 cents on the dollar. Don't even worry about it. We don't even worry about it. Now we do it out with the other stuff that we have to do. I wonder if that would tick Pete off, knowing that uh, mm, somebody that's... else got the, the extension. What do you think? Yeah, I think Pete's probably happy with himself right now, going into his walk year, going to you know bank on himself. You think he's happy? I don't think he's happy. I do. I think I... he's a little frustrated. Maybe, but now he's close to the end of the road here. Like well, you, the whole you could be frustrated for last season, the year before that, without getting that guarantee. But yeah. now, you know he should be like, "Hey, I'm about to hit free agency. I'm going to go out there and hit sixty plus home runs, and I'm going to get my money." It's all on him. Yeah, that's what competitors think, and I'm sure that he has that mindset. But there's got to be like inwardly, he's not going to say it. Inwardly, there's got to be an element of of a little bit of disrespect in his mind, whether it's right or wrong. He's sitting there saying, I'm the preeminent slugger in baseball in terms of just sheer power, Mm -hmm. and they're showing me no respect. They were thinking of trading me, however serious it was. They they talked about it. They talked to another team. There's no contract here. Again, he's going to process it well because he's a pro, and he comports himself like a pro, but Human nature. Think about that. If, if it was you. Yeah, I know. If it was me, I'd feel a little disrespected. I would personally be yes. like, okay, you don't want to sh- – I'm going to show you. And then I'd leave yeah. is well, what I do. Well, and then I'd – no, not That's necessarily. I'd take every last cent possible and say, here's what I'm worth. You should have known this two years ago. You could have me at a discount. Now you're going to pay for it. Whether it's you or them, somebody's paying me. All right, Mike is in Ramtown. What's up, Mike? Hey, Sal BT, how you guys doing? How are you, Mike? Mike, what's happening? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Hey, uh, Sal, just wanted to speak to you real quick, and BT as well, obviously. But, Sal, I brought this up to you a couple months ago, and I uh, laid out the Braves model, how they paid some guys early, Mm -hmm. and I suggested it with Alvarez. And at the time, you said, absolutely not. No way. Why would we do that? Yeah, I saw you say the same thing. But, no, I'm saying I want to pay the guy early and let him play this year. And if he has another good year, you're going to get a catcher for the next eight, nine years, one of the hardest offensive positions to find. And you can get him for 70 cents on the dollar. And the guy's most likely going to take it. Look what Acuna did. It's a bad deal for Acuna. But he does have options, so maybe we get options on the back end. Maybe it's time we take a different approach because, like you said, mm. if we would have done this with Pete a couple years ago, we wouldn't be in this position. Yeah, right or now. Degrom years ago, but but then there's there. It's also volatile too, Mike. And thank you for the call. Appreciate you checking in. I like his thoughts on that. Maybe yeah. this time for a completely different approach by the Mets, and this might be the early signs of that different approach. Here's what I would say. I like it. If there's ever a player that I personally would do it with, it would be Alvarez because I think the pitching is too hard. To tell, with and you don't have a pitcher that you want to do it with at but, this well, point. Well, even to be just, even going back years ago, oh, like I, I, I would have done it with gotcha. Harvey. I would have yeah, done yeah, it with yeah, Degrom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably would have done it with Isringhausen and those guys yeah, when they were coming up as well. And, and yeah. look how they all would have worked out. Wilson from Florida State. The, yeah. the one guy I might not have done it with was Zach Wheeler, and he would have been the best of the bunch. <laughs> That's true. Syndergaard, I would have done it with him. So you don't know what the pitching. It's too hard to tell. Project forward is hard enough as it is, but the pitching specifically, Alvarez, I love as a player. I think he's going to be a beast. And by the way, even if he doesn't. Fulfill his expectations as a catcher. Yep, he could be a DH. So like now with the luxuries oh, of DH, yeah. there's minimal risk. Yep, but you like there's the Mets have. We're not even in the window of worry about it. Maybe next year, maybe two years from now, then I'd start thinking. Okay, now let's think serious extension. See, but I wouldn't use the word worry, even though I know what you mean. To me, it's it's being incredibly proactive. 
Like, you don't want to have to be reactive. The great right. French, and they, they are right now going to have to be reactive with Pete Alonso because they didn't react. They weren't proactive earlier in terms of understanding that this day would come and how Pete projects from a power perspective what he means to the fans that they're now in a bit of a bind where if they want him, they'll probably be able to keep him because Cohen's going to come with a big check. But now there'll be other suitors and you complicate the situation. If you start to do this with certain players and it's got to be a special player and Alvarez might be of that caliber, the other thing it does is now you trade Parada. Now, I mean, because otherwise, if you, yeah, unless you just don't think that Alvarez is the catcher and Parada's the catcher and Alvarez is the hitter, but I'm not going out of my way for a one-dimensional player, and I don't think that Alvarez is one-dimensional. But now it's like, okay, you could just see the he wheels still turning. Be, he still could be an asset. I'm not necessarily opposed to it, but I also think because of the Mets having the owner that they do, they're they're in a position of power. Where the Braves, for example, yeah. or the Tigers or Royals or whatever, are not. They need to lock these young guys up now because if they don't, they're going to lose them. The Mets aren't going to lose guys that they don't want to lose because of who their owner is. But it doesn't mean you still you can't be right. smart. I get it. I get and it. by being proactive and anticipating. But he's taking a risk, though. Uh, for sure, but it's one you could easily recover from. So why would you take risks when you don't have to? As minimal as a risk as it may be. Because if you, it's a great question. Because if you take the proper risk and you're rewarded, the contract will be a coup. It will be like we will laud them. Like wow, remember when they, let's let's go four years down the road mm-hmm. and Alvarez keeps getting better and better yep. and better and better. We will be instead of Met fans who are disgruntled right now with the approach of David Stearns, and I understand that on some level. Right, I get it. You know, spend some money. It's been very visceral. Understood. Greater vision. Understand that as well. But in four years, if they do this, we're going to be sitting here saying, oh, my God. Remember when Stern started changing the right. way the Mets' dynamics of business? Like, Let's face it. You have it once since 86. Maybe it's time to change yeah, stuff. I'd be open to it, especially for this player. All right, Steve is in East Meadow. What's up, Steve? Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, How Steve. Going? How are you, Steve? Real quick. Real quick. Um, I, you Yankee fans chirping and bothering me, so I had to call in. Um the double standard with the Yankees and Mets is honestly ridiculous. When the Mets traded for Lindor at that time, it was all about. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, man. Let's go. It was all about, oh, we got to re-sign him, this, that. We can't be happy. We have to re-sign him until we get, you know, until we resign him and be happy. The Yankees do get Soto. And now it's like, oh no, let's wait. We got a we got a happy year coming. Let's see what we do. As soon as we start talking about, oh, we got to extend him, Yankee fans, oh, why do we have to extend him? Let's be happy. Forget about the Mets, and they instantly bring up the Mets. It's these Yankee fans say they don't like the Mets, and all they well, don't care about the Mets. Well, Steve, but every single time, I'm yeah. not tell, I'm not saying you be. No, no, I, I got you. you. I got you. Keep going, man. I got you. Keep going. It's just, it's just every time. Something we we say something about the Mets, and then as soon as we start saying it about Yankees, these Yankee fans call in. Who, you know, whatever. I get it. We know the Mets aren't good. Right. You don't. We don't have to hear it from you again. Oh, I, I, I no, I understand that. Well, that that's, is a key. That's human it's nature. Just, yeah. And no, I get yeah, it, Steve. No, it's it, just ridiculous. Thank you for the call, Steve. We appreciate checking in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand what he's saying there. It shouldn't be a double standard, but Yankee fans maybe can't speak to the feelings that Mets fans had. With Lindor, I just remember the talk and the feel at that time was, and for me personally, it wasn't there because I knew Steve Cohen was a different owner. He's not going to trade for this guy yeah. and let him walk. To me, it was irrational that Met fans thought he was going to walk Lindor, and Cohen nipped that in the bud by giving him the big contract extension. I would be worried right now if I'm a Yankee fan. Now, also, the Yankee fans or the Yankees have earned the right to have the benefit of the doubt for the most part. 
However, BT, in recent years, they have not earned that right. And that's why yeah. I, I really believe Soto's going to leave. And it would just be hard for me to get into this year. Yes, one year individually, it's going to be great to watch Soto and Judge out there in that lineup. But knowing that it might just be for one year only, ooh, man. The positive of this one year can be far outweighed by the negative if, in fact, Soto does leave. Or Yankee fans can be given baseball glory in a heaping dose that they haven't had from an offensive perspective since Garrick and Ruth. And uh, not, listen, the answer could be somewhere in between, obviously, but I gravitate to the to the latter there. I, I just think that these guys in the two and the three hole are set up to do things we haven't seen together 50, 60, 70 years. And maybe maybe go back to Mantle and Maris if you think, because some of Garrick's numbers are absolutely but you think it's 175 you, RBIs. Let's not go nuts. You but, think it's going to equate to wins, though? Uh, 100%. I mean, we've, but, but we've seen great players before. We've seen great tandems. You've seen it with the Yankees, and, and it doesn't yeah. necessarily work out No, no, I, they win a World Series. No, I know. You and I also do process last year's failures a little differently. You know, I incorporate the outfield wall with the Dodgers. I incorporate Volpe as a rookie. I incorporate Aaron Boone having no options but mm-hmm. to run out a couple of stiffs like Gallo and Hicks. I also incorporate Trevino's injury. Do you the think third base World was a disaster. Right now? I do. Okay. I, no, no, no. I don't think they're the favorite. Right. Uh, do I think the Yankees have a puncher's chance? And, and Sal, let's be honest. You know, the NBA is a little different, but when you talk about a team having a chance to get to the World Series, you know, and it's not just the Diamondbacks from last year. They're getting there. There's other situations where there's an element of overachievement. Baseball's random. So I'm not saying that, we're, you know, book the parade. But, yeah, I do. I do think the Yankees have a chance to get there. But I want to get back to something that Steve said. Steve called up and his initial premise, and he prefaced the call with the, the term double standard. If anything, now Steve, I got to flip this back to you there, brother. If anything, Yankee fans are on the wrong side of the double standard because if the Yankees don't win the World Series, at least in our eyes, maybe not in the eyes of management the way it used to be, but still in many of our eyes, it's a complete colossal failure. If the Mets win 89 games, 90 games, get a little little, uh, cute wild card, everybody's happy. So that's the double standard. And now that the payrolls are even, the measurements should be the same. Right, but the payrolls are only even because the Mets are paying a lot of dead money. That's going to change, obviously, next uh, year where the dead money's gone. Then the Mets will get some real players and the expectation will be high again. But I don't think it's a double standard. I think it's a higher standard. The Yankees are held to a higher standard, even more so to be able to keep these players. Like, when when have the Yankees made a deal like this? Bringing in a mega star that they were afraid of losing. I mean, I'm sure it's happened before. I, I can't remember one. It's always it's, it, been, you know, they either make the trade for a guy who's locked up, like yeah, A-Rod. Or they get Reggie ago. for five years. Yeah. They bring it to Sheriff for eight years. Jason Giambi for Sabathia nine years. Cole, understood. Like, whatever. The Yankees are always getting Tanaka. They always get the big guy. Yep. And you know they're going to be here for a long time. Yeah. Now they got the best player available, and it's a one-year rental for now. Well, you know, you frame it that way, and you're not wrong. But I could also frame it, I could say, when was the last time that the Yankees had a superstar player that they wanted to keep that left? Probably Cano. Cano, Yeah. Well, I was going to say Cano. But I've I've always surmised that I can't prove this. Well, they didn't want to go to the extent that obviously the Mariners did. Well, they probably I knew. think it's deeper than that. Yeah. I think there was strong. There was a belief. There they was an knew. undercurrent of insinuation that there mm-hmm. was something going on that maybe. And he was also a little lazy too. And they thought that Cano wasn't a great influence on the kids. Um, and you know, what was there an enhancement there again? I, I'm I'm not saying that he definitely did steroids, but there was a belief that at that point that he was, and mm-hmm. we know what happened later. So. I, I, that's one example. Right, it doesn't um, happen. And, well, that's my point. Andy Pettit going back to Houston because he's from Houston. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see how this plays out, but history is on the side of the Yankees. 
They have a star. He gets in their crib. He don't leave. And recent history is why. Yes. History. Recent history. When he does leave, he leaves with a championship. Recent history, though, is not on the side of the. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Yankees. <laughs> I'll give you your voice yeah. just to piss yeah, you no, off a little bit. That's I how you do it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it, Dice. Uh, when this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Nix makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught another Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. We will have Yankee tickets to give away in the 12 o'clock hour. We also have Bald Face Live, Bald Face Truth coming up at 1240. And remember, speaking of 1240, oh no, is it 1140? 1140. 1140, Mm -hmm. Friday, Game 7, Baseball Card World Series 1987. Tops will be the packs of choice. Uh Me versus you for all the marbles. I'm bringing in champagne. I told you guys this. If I win, I'm just going to douse myself. I'm going to (laughs) explode champagne. I'm going to go absolutely bonkers. So that's coming up on Friday. That'll be a blast. It's been some series. Oh my God, it's been back and forth. Before we get back to the Soto stuff here. I got I to share this with you. So I had a dream last night, and I generally don't dream as much as I used to. Right. I don't know what that means, but I don't. And I had a Pete Alonso <laughs> dream and to the point where we're sitting in the meeting this morning, structuring the show, setting things up, and I said, I'm, I got to tell you about this Pete dream that I this Alonso dream that I had, but I want to tell you on the air. And Sal goes, I had a Pete Alonso dream too. I did. True story. And this is... In stark contrast to what I've believed and what I've said on the air. So I, I, I don't know how to process this one. So you and I, I don't remember Hoff being in the dream, and he should be, and he would be if this was the situation, but you and I were down at Tribeca doing some day drinking. Okay. I don't know why. Right. I'm After the show, it, I felt like a weekday. I don't think it was a weekend. And we're, well, you know, we're not, we're not two rocks. We're not stumbling around, but right. we're going to another another establishment. All right. Who do we bump into? Pete. Okay. Now. God, this is bizarre how dreams work. <laughs> before, you know, we actually start to interact, I, I turned to Sal. I said, is that Pete Alonzo on the corner? And we're looking at him. We're looking at him. Like, I, I think that that's Pete. And then he kind of sees us, and he locks eyes. Now, again, I don't even think he knows what I look like, right, but just right, for the dream, right, right. this is what happened. So then he's with somebody. I don't remember who it was. And he starts to walk over towards us, right? <laughs> and he goes, uh, 
Are, are you the guys on, on FAN? And I, we go, yeah. He goes, I got to talk to you. And But he's looking at me, not you. Right. He goes, can can we talk privately? I go, sure, of course. So we, we, walk, we walk about 15, 20 feet away. And he's very nice. Like, right. he was stern, but he wasn't out of his skin agitated. But I knew that he was unhappy. And he said, you know, why Why have you been, why have you basically just got to the point? He's like, I, you know, I just want to know, why, why have you been spreading this thought that I don't want to stay with the Mets? I go, well, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm not alone. I was going to pull you into it. Sal said it first. What am I saying? Look at this guy. He (laughs) said you were toxic. I stood there like the big boy. I'm like, listen, because if I were you, I'd feel disrespected. And I just laid the things out that amazingly in my dream coincided with everything, almost everything I've been saying on the air. They almost traded you to the Brewers. They haven't given you the big money yet. I didn't say I don't think you're going to age well. That I I, I didn't say. So anyway, long story short, he goes, listen, he goes, just do yourself a favor. More importantly, do my fans a favor and tell them I want to stay. I go, wow. I have a hometown discount? And he goes, just make sure that you tell Met fans that you heard it from me that I want to stay. Wow. I said, Definitive. all right, man. And we shook hands and I gave a little bro hug. Bigger than I thought. I mean, it was right, big, but yeah. bigger than I thought. And I said, you will get that respect, my friend. I said, I, he's walking away. And now you come back. Uh, you had crossed the street, so yeah. you, you meander back into it. I said, Pete, honestly, I wasn't trying to do you wrong. I was just telling you what people what I thought, doing my no, this job. Is, this is a this dream. Is my dream. Of, oh, a dream, of course. I'm just saying, imagine people listening in. You know, oh, yeah, that's true. They don't hear the true, beginning yeah. of it. They're yeah. like, what? Pete told well, me the reason, to and, and I do think, I do think, just to incorporate a non-dream, and then I want to hear your dream, yeah. So I remember Tiki telling us a story, me and telling me, and, and Hoff. Hoff, you probably remember this. When Tiki was down in Tribeca during just a random day, and Matt Harvey was day drinking. Oh, so and the Mets go. had a game that day. So maybe they that were. That night. So in my mind, I and I also like, you know, I know Tribeca yeah. fairly. I went, to, I went to high school Xavier. It's not far. So I know the area, obviously. So that was in my brain, blah, blah, blah. So if dreams mean anything, relax, Mets fans. Pete told me he's staying. I wonder, too, if it had something to do with our conversation, text conversation over the weekend that we had. Because I had the same dream, so it's obviously on my mind, Mm -hmm. about how, as a show, we were thinking about, you know, doing something nice for Pete's charity. Yes. Right? So so we had that text conversation going. Maybe that led to the dream. My dream was... He also spoke the other day. Well, right. Of course. So, you know, exactly. yeah. I can, but it's a big storm. I'm just trying to think of, you know, what that was. Uh, but but basically similar, like I was down in Mets camp trying to get a meeting with Pete and just basically explain all that has gone on. Uh-huh. And it was, you know, he was he came up and like he gave me a hug from the side. I was like, all right, what do you, what do you got? What, and then like he wanted to go back and listen to what is it? Like, want to go back and listen to what you said yeah, on the air? Yeah. Oh, boy, that was a bit uncomfortable. Ex- I was kind Did of Did you give him the segment where him? you called him toxic? I said, yeah, that's what I was saying. I said, I didn't say yeah. toxic, but the way the headline yeah. was, I was trying to like explain this out to him. Uh, side note of that dream, I was showing my family the new house. Uh-huh. There was a bobcat there. That was gnawing at my sister's leg, a boa constrictor, and two huge frogs that were like the size of cats. Yeah, dude. This is all my dreams. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I'm a mess. This is what I'm dreaming about. You, Pete Alonzo, boa constrictor snakes. What the hell is going on here? I can't interpret that one except, uh, you know, at least you got it straight with Pete. I slept for like nine hours last night. But yeah, like it it was one of those meetings. I, I think it... 
I, like, I want to talk to him. I want to just, it, it'd be therapeutic for me to get it out and explain. Mm-hmm. I tried to explain it on the air. People don't want to hear it. No, nah, they don't want to hear it on the but air. But the reality is it was never meant personally at Pete. I'd love to see Pete Beer be here long term. And by the way, I think it is going to happen. There are different ways you could build a baseball team, and you could say certainly why you would want to trade Pete Alonso, why they should keep him, what is going to happen. There are a lot of different things at play here. Ultimately, though, when push comes to shove, I do think Pete has a big year betting on himself. And I do think the Mets will lock him up. I know there's been some stuff saying, oh, not so fast. Uh, I'd be surprised if the Mets let him go. And then you saw the report over the weekend that some uh, somebody told Andy Martino, somebody in the game or somebody that knows Steve Cohen, said he would expect him to go after both Alonzo and Soto. Yeah. And that's where I would – I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but I would tend to think that that's, that's – Just reel in your own fish before you try coming to our boat. Take yeah. it easy, buddy. Yeah. Soto, Make sure you keep beating the house. Soto's appetizing uh, out there. I beat the Sal on the fan. Charles is in White Plains. What's up, Charles? Hi, guys. How are you doing today? How are you, Charles? Hey, man. Good. BT, big uh, Yankee fan season chicken holder. I know you're on my side here. but I am on uh, the side of justice. Let me tell you something. I'm on the side of common sense, really, today, Charles, is what's happening. (laughs) The other guy on the other side of of the mic, Mm. the devil's advocate himself, listen, opening day is April 5th. I'm going to enjoy a good Yankee season. I'm not worried about 2025, Sal. Let's enjoy this year. Okay, that's fine. Juan Soto Soto is a rental, and that's the way it is. But, man, you are just laying in the wrong way to our Yankee fans. And, I, and I'm really well. Well, then, then have the same mentality on December fifth or November fifth when when Soto Why? decides to go somewhere else. Then you call and say, "Yeah, you know what? Okay. Not that big of a okay. deal." I want to enjoy 2024. Right. Let us enjoy that. Whether we go to the World Series or not, so what? At least we're going to watch some great baseball. Hey, right, Charles. DC? Hey, Charles. By the way, Charles, just to let you know a little clue. Yeah. You don't need Sal's what? permission to enjoy the Yankees. Right, and I'm not saying not to enjoy the Yankees, <laughs> FYI. I'm not saying not. Yeah, enjoy, but he, hey, did you enjoy last advocate. season, Charles? How was last year? Did you enjoy that? It was awful. Oh, okay. I'll oh, oh, okay. Well, is that I my fault? I had to sit there and watch all that. Right. But you know what? At least this year, it's listen, we need another pitcher. I don't know if we'll get another pitcher, but... Listen, I'm going to enjoy 2024, and hopefully, at least we make the playoffs. This this could be, and thank you for the Job call, Charles. Yeah, of course, hopefully. I mean, they should make oh, the playoffs. Oh, they don't make the playoffs. But, it is a disaster. But my whole – remember, you and I had this when we first got together as a show. Back in the summer, during the season last year, I was saying the Yankees are going the wrong way. The Mets are going up. Oh, I didn't disagree. That's why I said I want the Yankees to bleed out. Right. Yankees were a mess. But I didn't mean that year, obviously. I meant moving forward. Mm. Then what happened was the Mets took a step back. Yep. And the Yankees went out and got Soto. And it seemed if you were just reacting to that moment and all that followed basically since the offseason that I was wrong, that the Mets aren't going in the right direction and the Yankees are falling off. It seemed that that reversed. Mm -hmm. The reality is what I said believing in the Mets' direction and not believing in the Yankees is all still very much in play. The Yankees went out there and made a very aggressive move for the best player that was available that they needed to get for one year. Yeah. If this doesn't work out in a World Series and they don't bring him back, the Yankees are headed the wrong way. And the Mets could potentially steal this guy away from the Yankees. Like, think about that world that we're talking about. How is that even possible? But that's the reality now with Steve Cohen with the Mets. So what we thought about this year with Yamamoto and all that didn't, you know, there was no payoff as he goes to the Dodgers. 
Next offseason, it's really going to be on between the Mets and Yanks. And more so, I think, just shows where the Yankees are at because Soto should already be, you know, the Yankees make these moves generally. These guys don't leave. And right now with Soto, there is at least doubt. You don't want to look at it now, but it's the reality. You know, you talk about the direction of both teams. And I remember the conversation was when we first started. The reality is, until proven otherwise, they're both going in the wrong direction. Think about it. Mets were awful. Yankees' worst season in 30 years. Mets did, and I understand the big vision, but they did basically nothing to galvanize their fan base after such a big step back last year. They did nothing. They did nothing. And the Yankees, until 82 becomes 92 or... You know, and becomes a world. Se- I mean, the Yankees still need to prove that they're the Yankees. Right. I get it. So we're still kind of in that. Now the Yankees going into the season certainly more well, exciting. They flexed and more. Be- yeah, 100%. they flexed. Well, they have a team that could actually win a World Absolutely. Series. Absolutely. The Mets do not. I agree. I mean, best case scenario, the Mets keep talking about oh, a playoff team. Yeah, that's great. What playoff that caliber, not yeah, even yeah, a playoff yeah, okay, team. Playoff, playoff caliber. caliber yeah, okay, team. What, what does that mean, David? What does that mean exactly? <laughs> you t- what do you think it means? I'll tell you what I think. I think it means I said this yesterday when you were out. So, to me, when Stern says they're a playoff-caliber team, they do, loosely translated, you could be six or seven games out in late August and still within shouting distance of a wild card. That's a playoff-caliber team. That doesn't excite yeah, me, but I, I understand what they're I, doing. I think they believe that it's a team that can legitimately contend for the final wild card spot, which I believe, too, but it's not because they're good. It's because of the way the league is and everybody gets in. You better, at the very least, be a playoff-caliber team. Reality is the Mets can't win a World Series this year, and that's what their fans want. The Yankees can. I don't think they will, but they can. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on The Fan. We'll get back to your Yankee calls on Juan Soto in just a second. We also have Yankee tickets to give away next hour. I know you touched on it a little bit yesterday, BT, with Patino. I did not because I was off. And, and I know you also spoke with him last night, so I want to get the update here from you. And mm-hmm. I saw one of the articles out there, I think it was Newsday, yep. said that Patino not backing away his comments. What I will say is two things real quick. One, I think he's being overly criticized for the comments that he made. I understand them, but I think it's like he's being vilified for something that I don't think was the worst thing in the world. But the other part of that is he probably did the one thing he couldn't do as head coach of St. John's. And even if it's for a day or two, he embarrassed the school with his comments being so harsh Mm -hmm. and critical of the players and showing a lack of accountability. And I read the comments and I read them all. It shows that to me, it felt like he was throwing the team under the bus Again, not the worst thing in the world. However, in that particular spot, coming from him, who's gotten into trouble off the court mm-hmm. in his life, you couldn't embarrass the school, and I feel like he did in this regard. Uh, I was a little surprised he doubled down with, with Ruben. I was a little surprised about that. The you know, So I was with him yesterday, and we're getting ready to shoot the, the Red Storm report, which is going to air on Friday and Saturday okay. on MSG. So I've got a good rapport with Rick. I've only met him this year, but we we, we connected fairly quick, mm-hmm. and and, it, and I, it's very enjoyable. Love it, right? Love getting to sit down and talk with him. And because we talk a lot once the camera's off, so you get to know somebody a little bit. So he comes up. Now, it's his show, and this is when the cameras aren't rolling. I had shot my stand-ups, and I said, what's going on, Coach? Shake his hand. How you doing, buddy? Brutal one against Seton Hall. The usual small talk. And I said, listen, 
I said, no, this, this is your show. All right, this is this is about you. I said, but we have to address what's what's going on. Yeah, right. There's no way we could do the show <laughs> right. and not talk about this. So he honestly, he was very receptive to it. And then we talked about it entirely, went very in-depth, very thorough. But he wasn't aware of the criticism. Hmm. Like, I was a little surprised by that. He actually said, you know, what are people saying? Isn't he active on social media? No, he is. But I, I don't think he cares because he, he evidently means what he said. And I got to tell you this, while I didn't like the the intense personal criticism of the kids by name, all right? I will say this. You got to understand one thing. They're not kids. They're pros. They're professionals. That is a big difference. They are now professionals. When you get two, three, four, five, six, seven hundred thousand, and so you know, they, <laughs> I mean, Mike Rapoli's coming with big money. You know, he's big. You know, booster for St. John's, mm-hmm. the horses, grad body uh, under the um, the uh, the drink. He's a great guy, but he stepped away from St. John's where he didn't like the direction. Now he's back with a big checkbook, and St. John's is paying players like everybody else. So I'm going to ask you, all right? Like, if a kid. I'm just throwing out a number. If a kid's getting $350,000 to play for St. John's or anybody, do you still need to? I'm legitimately asking the question. Do you legitimate, do, do you still need to abide by the old school mantra, well, they're kids and they can't be treated, they, you know, they, they've got to delineate how you treat or, or, or talk about them compared to pros? My answer is if the economics of the game are changing, I think also the way kids are, these young men are, are are processed both on and off the court, then that can change a little bit as well. You agree with that? Yes, and I totally forgot. As I was reading these comments, and I'm like, whoa, like, this is bad. It, it, the, it, 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 it was, it was, true. The, it Rick came across made, like sour grapes and yeah. like, it's not me, it's them, I'm too good for this, and they're not good enough. But, I wasn't thinking that these kids are paid. Oh, they are. Right, which is a big difference. If you're getting paid, then you need to suck it up. And, yeah. I, I, and put it this way, of the of the participants here, the school, the coach, the players, I know one of them is a constant winner. Yep. Yes. And it's not the school, and it certainly is not the kids or the student employees, whatever you want to call it. And them. I also, yeah, it's true. I also said that I think that, um, you know, in a lot of ways, Rick the other night was talking to future recruits. There's always, he even said to me on camera, he goes, you think I say anything with, and off camera, you think I say anything without knowing what I'm saying? He knew what he was doing. Now, whether or not you disagree with that, that's fine. I, I expect pe- I, I do respect people pushing back. I do wish Rick, and in that moment, would have included himself more. Well, that's the you, problem. Well, that's well, why yeah. it was embarrassing to me to the school. Like, yeah, the head coach is ripping the students or the, the players. Yeah, yeah the thumbs got to thumbs got to go to the chest. Well, a how about saying I didn't do point. a good enough job? I recruited the wrong guys. Even if you say I recruited the wrong guys, yeah. I knew better. I should have known better. Yep. These guys aren't it, and that's on me. Simple. You're ripping them and yourself. Yeah, and you know, and you you are the coach, and you did have a 19 point lead against the team, and I got respect for Shaheen Holloway. They play very hard. Yeah. Seton Hall's not incredibly talented, so they're just not. They're in a lot of ways overachieving, and I really do respect them. They play their asses off, man. Uh, and Pirates fans, you got a you got a team that's probably going dancing here. But when you're up 19, you got to win a game. So it was probably the wrong setting. It was, or maybe the right setting. I, I would have stopped 15, 20 yards short of where Rick went. But understand that, and I and I told him that, you know, respectfully. But think about this: if these kids are getting paid, they're not. You know, let's not position them as you know little Great high point. school, just out of high school kids. They are professionals. That changes a lot. And just from the outside perspective, I felt like it was a. Uh, an established, successful coach that was almost washing his hands 
with the failure of this season. Mm-hmm. That's where I had a problem with. I it. can understand that. I can understand that. Uh, He's not the coach. even necessarily being that critical of the kids, but washing your hands with the failure of a season, like, dude, this is on you. No, you're the coach. I don't want to hear the excuses. Mm-hmm. You got here late, did this, that, whatever. You're the coach. Yep. Suck it up. That's fair. Dan is calling from Belmore, New York. What's up, Dan? Hey, Dan. Okay, guys. Yesterday, I said to you, I agree with Patino, and I agree with Patino because he he said what all we all our fans have been saying. When I'm in my den watching that team, I say, "Run, Soriano, run, get back." My wife says, "RJ, don't dribble the ball," and he loses it, and he loses it, and he loses it. Ludlum is so slow he can't. Everybody does blowbys on Ludlum. Yep. All right, now what do you want the man to do? He is Rick Pitino, and I've been clamoring for years for him to get it. He's like St. John's, a resurrection of St. John's. And St. John's does nothing for their old athletes. Rod Artest, Sonny Dove, Joe Dupree, all of those guys you don't hear from. They're like the Mets. It took nine years to retire Dan, can I tell you something real fast, Dan? And thank you for the call there, Dan. You you made a, a really excellent point about there is, and this has changed, but boy, so many years St. John's comported themselves like the Mets, and I'm not trying to diss the Mets, and I work for, and I love St. John's, so right. I, I'm not in the business of dissing somebody who literally pays me to work for them, although I'm going to always be honest as, as I am here. I don't love what Rick did, but I also get it. Um, the Saint, there was this crazy disconnect. And some of the Sunny Dub, not everybody knows Sunny Dub, but hell, it took him forever to get Mark Jackson back. Like there was such a poor job by multiple St. John's administrations who just let history, amazing history, fall through the cracks. And I'm not even talking about the facilities, which are not good. Patino's a thousand percent right. They don't have any money. It's a poor, it's a relatively poor Catholic school, you know, and the economy's not helping. But, yeah, shame on, on on all those years of ignoring as much history as anybody in college basketball. And and Rick is going to change that, as will others. But, you know, there's two ways to look at this. Are you happy with this year? No. Do you still believe in Rick? You should. Right. Because he's fa- not going to fail here. But it's a failed year. Oh, absolutely. No, no, I agree with year. that. Yeah. And yes. that, Well, that's all I think people wanted to hear a little bit of. Humility or accountability, not like, hey, I never fail anywhere. This isn't on me. It's on everybody else. Hey, you're the head coach. Yeah, no, I'm not disagreeing with you there. You got to take some of the ownership, 100%. That was my issue, and I felt that that embarrassed. He brought a lot of negative attention. It was the biggest story of the day yesterday. I know. I mean, really, it was every, it was national. Right, so he brought a lot of negative attention to the school which to me was embarrassing, and that was the one like you could lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't embarrass the school, especially him. I, I was talking to somebody at St. John, not Ray, mm-hmm. separate from Rick, uh, off the record stuff, and and they said, you know, what do you think about all this coverage? I said, listen, you got to understand one thing about St. John's. This is a blessing, and this is a curse, because when you guys crave coverage, you get it. You get covered like a pro team. That also means when something goes wrong, you're not going to get covered like. You know, Fordham basketball, no disrespect. I've I've got great respect. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's good until it's not. So you got to understand the good and the bad and and believe that the guy that you hired to resurrect a dead, dead, dormant franchise or or program is eventually going to remember how to win. I do think that's coming. And I do think the fact that the kids get paid makes it a, a. Easier issue to digest, knowing that he criticized kids that are getting paid to play and not doing it very well, I might add. BT and Sal on the fan. Come back, hit you with the crown topic of the day. Juan Soto entering his first and maybe final year as a New York Yankee. We'll have your calls on the other side as well. 
this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Play fake, Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. story of the day reset with the crown and bt for me it was you know i didn't know it was off yesterday but still watching over the weekend some of the stories and then juan soto making his tampa debut with the yankees the only thoughts while i acknowledge it's going to be very exciting to watch soto you know back to back in that lineup with judge and all that, but my only thoughts were man it is a shame that this guy is only potentially here for one Year And that would worry me if I'm a Yankee fan. You could be excited about this season, of course, but, man, I'd be thinking first and foremost not about the excitement of this season, but about trying to get this guy long-term because I wouldn't want it to be a one-and-done year. I said I said to start the show, and, and I, I really mean this, this is truly an encapsulation of what's wrong with sports. Like, if you boil down, and there's a lot of things at this point that are wrong with sports, a lot of malfunctions, the All-Star game was unwatchable the other night, a chapter and verse about how sports has deteriorated, you know, beyond recognition, sadly, in a lot of spots. But to me, this might be number one, where we can't even enjoy the moment for fear of what might happen in the future. Well, I got news for you. I'm not going to be a zombie, and I'm not going to be – I'm ridding myself of the shackles of conventional fandom for some, and I'm going to enjoy – what I believe is going to be, really on a nightly basis, the most amazing thing that I've watched as a Yankee fan in my entire life. And that is the best one-two combination of my life going to the plate in succession every night. Now, the Yankees are going to be phenomenal. I don't know if they're going to win the World Series. I'm not going to get here. I'm not going to say that. Who knows? But they're going to win 90-plus games. they will be a playoff team. I believe what it's all said and done, and I've always believed this without a bold prediction that he's going to be a Yankee for the next mm-hmm. 12 years. He is going to beast statistically. He is going to love the vibe in in the Bronx. The Yankees are going to win. He's going to love having Judge behind them. And he's not going to look to both. He's going to look to stay, which means at that point, the onus will be on the Yankees to come correct with the check, which they will. Those are all things we'll dissect throughout the summer. I can say but with maybe Pete, that right? Make, yeah, maybe I'm it, enjoying this. Maybe that you makes enjoy it. it. Oh, right, which I understand. But maybe it makes it easier to enjoy feeling the way that you do, saying all the things that you said because you're a Yankee fan and you very rarely lose a player that you want, to your point earlier when we talked about it. Yep. The reality is this situation is different because the Yankees are in a different spot. I mean, the signs have been there over the last several years. The Yankees are not operating the same way that they used to. And this particular player has indicated nothing other than wanting every last cent. Now, that might be from the Yankees. I don't think it will, but it might be from the Yankees. But maybe you and other Yankee fans can enjoy it because you're expecting that, like, yeah, okay, he's a free agent, but he's going to be back anyway. And I'm not taking it for granted. No. What I'm saying is I'm just going to enjoy what's presented right. on a nightly basis and kind of deal with what I have to deal with when I have to deal with it. Yeah, look, it's going to be fun to watch, no question about it. Now, does it mean that they're going to be the best team? We don't know. We no, got to see. Doesn't a mean that two superstars, two of the best players in the sport, doesn't mean you're going to be 
the best team. We've seen that with Trout and Otani when they were at their peak or whenever healthy with the Angels years ago. Yep. And it just doesn't work out. So I, now I think the Yankees are better than those Angels teams were. I fully expect the Yankees to make the postseason. And then I expect Juan Soto to have a monster postseason. He would provide the one thing that the Yankees haven't had when they did make the postseason in recent years, that bat that you could rely on to do what he did in the regular season again in the postseason. So maybe that will help them break through and get to their first World Series since 2009. For me, anything short of a World Series win this year, you now risk great excitement being diminished by by a total disaster. By, by a blow. By a blow I that mean, would be. Dude, well, that yeah. I mean, like, it's... like you. Yes, the peak is Soto Judge. Money season, MVP, you're right. Best pitcher in baseball, two arguably the top two baseball players in the sport, along with the best pitcher in the sport. That's a lot. Now, if it results in a World Series, then really what happens beyond then, yeah, it would suck to lose them, but still you win a World Series and you had that year. If it doesn't, then it starts to go down a little bit. Let's say you make the postseason lose, and now you have the chance of losing Juan Soto, in which if you did, you don't recover from losing a player like that. You don't recover from losing him, but there's always a pivot to make sure that you put out a quality product on a yearly basis. And, you know, I'm not going to get into mm-hmm. that now. Yeah, but, but there's Juan Soto. There's no, 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 Juan I'm not Soto. trying to admit him. Like, if Juan Soto's in a different uniform, it's going to be, especially if he comes here and he hits 309 and his OPS is 1,100 and he's, 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 he's an MVP and he, and he bounces. I mean, that's, that's going to be an absolute massive blow. There's no doubt. I, I acknowledge that. What I'm saying, though, I look at leverage and I look at, you know, perceptual power. And who do you think, in terms of, Having Juan Soto in their uniform in 2025, 2025, mm-hmm. who do you think has that perceptual power the most right now? What team? Meaning what? Who? Meaning the power that I can't really quantify. It's just a, a thing. Like who's got? Me, basically, what I'm who's saying got who's got the got, best. Who's got the best? Him? Not the best. Not the best chance based on a okay, few things. I, that, but I, I want you yeah, to say. I it. know where you're going, okay. and I can understand why you would think the Yankees. I'm going to simplify it and say the team that's going to give him the most money. And if I'm, if I think that, if I truly believe that Soto's going to take the most money, and I do, mm-hmm. it is not the Yankees. Okay, so that opens up the Mets and the Dodgers and right, maybe some other teams. Else, yeah. The Orioles, new ownership, the Angels, Whatever, Artie Moreno, yeah. desperate. Now, I'm not saying there's no other teams out there. I obviously get that, but see, then I would flip it and say, I don't okay, there's going to be a lot that are going to be hovering around 600 million. Yeah, I mean, maybe but there's going to be a few. It's going to be – that's why I say like right, three or four. Right. Maybe Toronto, Rogers, Whatever, yeah. they, they are right. the wealthiest uh, – I mm-hmm. believe they're worth uh, – uh, God, what is Cohen? $15 billion, who was second? The Rogers group is actually first. Okay. I said that a few times. Yep. Look at the finances. But I also think, and, and this is where, and I'm just going to keep it to the Mets because it's specific to our market. I know that Cohen is a real threat with the checkbook. I do. But I, when I talk about that position of power or perceptual power, what I anticipate, and things can change, is that the Yankees have a really productive winning season and the Mets don't. And at that point, it what what is appealing to Juan Soto in Queens outside of money? All right, maybe money bridges the gap, but I'm going to also come back involving and say I believe that the Yankees will match whatever they need to match, and that's where we kind of split right. the difference and disagree. Well, well, I mean, the Yankees aren't punking out when it's time to come correct for Juan and, Soto, and maybe, they're just not. Maybe that's the genesis of our difference in opinion here, or difference of feel going in where I'm going into it feeling like this is probably going to be it for Soto, and that would bother me as a Yankee fan, knowing that you make that trade to get him, being excited about this year, but the ultimate letdown if, in fact, he does walk, and you you expect or at least feel really strongly about 
him wanting to be back with the Yankees, and they'll and they will acquiesce and get the job done. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play the semantics game with you a little bit because the one word that that I think that you used and you just used it there that like puts my antennas up enough to battle you like and really truly disagree. Use the word probably that this will probably be the last season for Juan Soto in, in with the Yankees yeah. in New York with the Yankees. In my mind, yes. no, no, I, I got you, but. See, to me, the, the better way to say it, you know, independent of Yankee or Met fandom, is this could be the final season for Juan Soto with the New York Yankees. Right, that, that presents more of a fair synopsis understood. of what might occur. I mean, right. to say probably skews it. Like, you got this impending doom. Like, the Yankees are going to suck. He's going to hate playing for the, you know, for in the pinstripes. The crowd's not going to embrace him. Dude, he's going to love no, I'm the not, energy there. No, no, I'm simplifying it to this. I believe he's going to take the most money based on the way the Yankees have operated in recent years. I do not believe they will be the team that will be willing to give the most money. They didn't even have the highest offer for Aaron freaking Judge coming off a historic season. So why would I think they're going to have the highest offer for Juan Soto? I don't. So if I don't think the Yankees will have the highest offer, and I believe this player, now I admit I could be wrong. It has happened before, shockingly, I know. But, and I believe this player is going to take the most money. That's why I say probably. doesn't mean that it's right, but if the Yankees aren't going to have the highest offer and he wants the most money, he's a goner. Right? I mean, those two things are factual. If the Yankees don't have the highest offer and the player wants the highest offer, <laughs> okay. If let me just set the save this though. If I mean it would be the most pitiful, pathetic, embarrassing New York sports moment of all time. See? If and that's what I'd be worried about. If the Yankees, I'm not worried, but I'm gonna calculate right. it as as it's a possibility until it doesn't right, happen, but it's a possibility. Right. All time low in our city. If the Yankees over forty, fifty million dollars, if he kind of wants to stay with them, and they let him walk to the Mets, Ooh. honestly, at that point, the Yankees could almost close the tent and close up shop because they're not the Yankees anymore. Okay, that's not happening. And that is where this comes from—the fact that that is a possibility. And in my mind, not because I'm a Met fan, because I don't care about that, mm-hmm. a realistic possibility because of who the Met owner is, and because of the way the Yankees have operated, and because of this player seemingly wanting the most money. Your excitement. And dreaming about Soto and Judge, and you're going to get to see it this year. It's and gonna I'm going to enjoy every night. And you're gonna Understanding enjoy, things can change, but right. God, but it could go from that, from the highest of highs, as far as watching that incredible combo, historic, in fact, combination of Judge and Soto, to the worst nightmare possible. It could if he leaves to go to the Mets. It, it won't because to me it's unfathomable. Like I can't imagine that how would let that happen. But also keep in mind, you know, they pay, right now it's 30, it's the largest arbitration number, so Soto's making $30 million, and, you know, some think uh, the Yankees were a little light on the on the pursuit of Yamamoto, they still offered him the highest AAV. Mm-hmm. Point being, I know the Mets and the Dodgers' offer was higher until Saturday, 325 to 300, but the point is... Their offer was great, The though. Yankees still had $300 million that they put in a little barrel for Yamamoto. Guess what? He could have taken it. So that's money... That didn't go to Yamamoto that they will obviously give to Soto if they have to. But if they don't, Hal Mays will leave. It's over. BT and Sal on the fan. And just the fact that that's even a possibility would have me nervous. BT and Sal on the fan. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the lowest price. The guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Andrew is calling from Shirley. What's up, Andrew? I would like the 
whole studio and everyone listening to, well, not everyone listening, the studio really, take a round of applause because for the first time ever, as a diehard Met fan and hater of the Yankees, Sal Licata is making me defend the Yankees. Hmm. And well, that's, you know, I'll, I'll stand. I'll give you that, buddy. I will love yeah. that request, my friend. Go ahead, Andrew. Continue, <laughs> sir. I like it, this. It's unbelievable. Um, listen, I get the premise, but in what's today's date? February what is it, 20th. 20th? The 20th, it's just not the conversation. Is it a real thing at some point? Sure, but it's not the conversation. Now, here, I'll, I'll throw a curveball. This is not the thing to talk about because as a Mets fan, if I flip the script, right, I have Juan Soto. I'm talking about how excited I am entering the season with Juan Soto, right? I didn't worry about what's happening after Scherzer and after Verlander. I was excited that I had them in my hands right now. The thing that I would point out, Sal, Yeah, but they were locked want, up for a couple of years, and it's different because those guys were... Age, yeah, exactly. The at age. the age of 55. Right, right? yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I would say, true BT, you know, here's my two scenarios for you. You can say right now 100% Soto is leaving at the end of the season. You say it's going to be all-time bad. Okay, fine. Or what if I... I think as a Yankee fan, you should be much more angry that you made the trade, you did everything, and then it was done. Right, I don't believe the team you have, while it is a competitor. Right, you know, I don't believe they are the even. I don't even think they're an AFC, AFC American League favorite. You know what I mean with, with this squad. So yep. that's the thing that bothers me may, way more. Okay. Um. So maybe come July time, August, and you look and you're like, eh, we're on pace for like 90 wins, fringe team over here. Then you can start having the conversation about the Soto thing because now it's not looking so alluring. But the thing you made that trade, you have this team, you have clear pieces you didn't get, and that would bother me. But that's, well, but that's part of it, Andrew. Excellent call. Thank well, you well call. no, it, it wasn't. It started excellent, then it morphed into idiocy. Right. Excellent call, because he's rolling on You the know what I liked end. it first and foremost is that he was a Mets fan giving an unbiased opinion. I love that, number one. Well, it was unbiased at the beginning. That's my point, that it morphed into not reality. Well, wait, what was let not me ask reality? You this, Sal. Well, let me ask you this, because he's basically his premise is that the Yankees aren't good enough to win. That's basically what he said. Well, he doesn't think that they're built to win at all. Right okay, now. Yeah. and that's obvious. We can, right? I mean, have, well, we've deciphered that from many angles ourselves. Right. Now, well, that's Get another point. arm. Yeah. All right, right, but what were the biggest, def- what was the, well, there, there's multiple, but let's in one swoop. What was the, big, what was the Yankees' biggest problem? Yeah, the problem offense last year? Okay. Uh, specifically by position, what was their biggest issue? Left field, okay. outfield. They've yeah. got an above average left fielder. Mm. Boom, start with that. Okay. Addressed. What was another area of deficiency? I'll, I'll spare you. I'll just, for timing, I'll give you the answer. Uh, a real legitimate lefty thumping bat. They got the best in baseball. Check. So right. already, two things that plagued them last year that were so detrimental in their lack of success have already been addressed. I get it. If you tell me that they went 85% instead of 100%, well, that's, I'll, I'll give you that But sound. that's the point. But it's February 20th. I, well, I know pitchers and catches have reported and teams are starting to take shape here in spring training. I mean, there's still some players out there to be had, but are the Yankees actually going to get one? I mean, they, they, hey, listen, the report yesterday, Yankees and Blake Snell haven't stopped talking. Did they go all in? Or not so far? Not yet. Okay, no, I, I gave that, you that. I gave you that two weeks ago. I so, gave you so that. So that's that's one of the other reasons. But what is all in? Like, the, yeah, it's such a nebulous turn because it could be flipped in a way that is not representative of the actual conversation. All in, great. But it, so I don't get wrapped up in like the depth of all in. How I about the I evaluate the Yankees right now. Did they do? And forget about all in. Right. Did they do enough? 
to take a massive jump to the top of the American League? And my answer is yes. Right. And listen, obviously, Sal, people can debate that. Well, right. My opinion strongly is yes. And mine's no. No, no. You, so you tell me not, they're not one of the four or five best teams in the American well, League well, right four, now? Four or five oh, but is that's not the top. Saying. No, four or five. Oh, but there, there's and 20... you can argue they were one of the top six last year, even with 82 wins. Okay. Right, because they got banged up. So, yeah, one of one of the top teams, I do not think they're as good as the Astros. I do not think Because of the hater move or other stuff? Other, why did they be in the Astros? Well, but, okay, and, but, 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 the, the, but the Astros are a radically different team but from the, what always, they used to be. They're always different. They've been the seven straight ALCSs. But the Yankees oh, are the, different now, too. Yeah, and they added Josh Hader. Yeah, so, no, they, that's why I say before the Hader so move. So, the Rangers won the World Series. Yeah, I'm not gonna, worried about the Rangers. Oh, yeah, well, you know, what about the Rangers? They just won the World Jordan Series. Jordan Montgomery Resign in there yet or no? This is what I mean. Did Jordan Montgomery resign yet? So you're look not, how good he was. They don't win the World Series without him. Is he going it. back there? You you're not worried about the team that won it all last year. You're not worried about uh, let me guess the Orioles who finished 19 games ahead of you last year. And you're not worried about the Astros who have been to seven straight LCSs who you couldn't beat going back to 2017. I'm not saying I'm not worried. I'm not terrified of them. All I'm saying is well, you get a not, chance, But dude. if you're not giving me the Rangers, Astros, and Well, no, Orioles, I mean, listen, Montgomery resigns with the Rangers that they show last year wasn't a fluke, and they're, you know, 41 and 24 at some point. They'll say, wow, they're a little, they, they really are legit. Uh, I, 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 the Astros, listen, they have the Yankees number. There's no doubt. I'm not disputing that. I'll give you the Rays. I'll Don't give you the, the Blue Jays and yeah. Red Sox. Yankees yeah, are better the Blue than Jays. Well, they, 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 Red Sox stink. The Rays' best players probably never playing again. I'm not, I, I respect the Rays. Right. I'm not worried about the Rays. And this, and, uh, let me guess, Sal. Who Sal, are you worried about? Uh, I, I'm honestly worried about the Yankees. I know that that's going to sound like a weird right. answer. Oh, me too. If the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, specific. We agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. If the Yankees are healthy. Like, meaning that's what I'm worried about. Right. Like, truly, if Judge plays 150 games and Soto does, the Yankees' offense is going to be unstoppable. All right. I mean, you got... To me, so let me ask like you. Like, if I say they're fourth best in the American League, okay. That's so then, why that. is every single Vegas, uh, whatever, you know, because they're the Yankees? No, no, no. Okay, yes, there is something to be said for that. Like, same with the Dallas Cowboys, the Steelers, like mm-hmm. the big names. You entice them to bet. I understand that. That does factor into the betting. But everybody's got the highest total of wins in the American League. Why? Maybe because they're actually a lot better than you think. I, no, I think that they're good. I think that they're a playoff team. I think they're very well, good. So do I. I don't think they're as good as the Orioles, Rangers, or Astros. All right, we, we spot the difference. We disagree. Which are we're talking about World Series, right? I'm not saying they're definitively better. I'm saying it's close. Imagine Let's if they actually happens. had the guts to go out there and sign Josh Hader. Yankees look for another arm in their bullpen. They get the dude, the lefty from uh, the Dodgers instead, and they let Hader go to the Astros. Mm-hmm. I mean, one move is all in. The other's not. If Caleb Ferguson, not exactly Josh Hader. BT and Sal on the fan will come back, get more of your calls on the other side on Juan Soto and the Yankees. We'll also have Yankees tickets to give away as well. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Oh, I love the sound of this. Yeah, this is great, BT. Baseball Playing is coming. Playing our music, Sal. I can't wait for it. Call number 13 right now at 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326 for your chance to win a pair of tickets to a Yankees home game. Plus, you'll qualify for your chance to win the grand prize trip to Yankees spring training in Florida, including round trip, airfare, hotel, tickets to a game, and a VIP dinner. This courtesy of Wendy's, the official hamburger of the New York Yankees. 
I love Wendy's. By the way, my daughter, she doesn't know it's called Wendy's yet, but mm-hmm. she looks at it and says, chicken nuggets, chicken uh, nuggets. She knows that's where we get the chicken nuggets from. That when does she turn three? When is her birthday uh, again? April 16th, actually. Oh, I'm trying right, to figure man. out a way. Wow. I wanted to take her to Disney because I want to take her to the Muppet Show thing. I'm worried that that ride's going to get canceled. Why? You familiar with that? No. The Muppet I mean, I've show, been to Disney many times. They have like but... a, a Muppet Show 3D vision. It's like you go in there and you watch a show in 3D. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. nobody really uses it anymore. But I oh. I put her on the Muppets and she loves it. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. You told me that. Yeah. Who's her favorite again? Does she like... Yeah, she loves uh, Kermit, Miss Piggy, all that stuff. She was Miss Piggy for Halloween. I was Kermit. My wife was Fozzie. I saw the picture. Yeah, so, but like I want to get right. her down there. I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if for some reason that thing closes. And it's gone. But she's still, you know, she's only two and a half. That's early. We took the kids, I think, uh, let's see, that would have been my daughter's fifth birthday party at the castle, yeah. Snow White. Five is a perfect lot different age. than three. The perfect age. And Colt was obviously Three's six. like. Then we went four, back the next year. I think maybe four. Yeah, I'm like, I'm never going back. Yeah, yeah. July, oppressive heat. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah come dying. on. It's a, it's a brutal trip. I would just love to do it in a day, get her down there, have her experience that, and then whatever. We could wait. For the rest of it, the princesses and all that other crap. Uh-huh. But for me, I want to do it really for myself. To yeah. take our you were a Muppets guy growing up? Yeah, I was. I like them. I know. I definitely was. But you know who I was terrified of? You, know, I, I was scared of them. The big Sweetums? Nah. Uh, no, 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 no. I had dreams about him. Speaking of dreams. Did you? Animal. Really? Animal scared. I used to cry when Animal came. I was terrified of Animal. <laughs> This lunatic banging the drums, looking yeah. like some whacked out, you know, whatever yeah, he is. It. I was scared of Adam. I can understand that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what the hell were we talking about? Oh, yeah, baseball is, in, is near BT. I can't believe it. Yankee tickets. And I'm pumped. Spring training. I'm excited. Oh, man, I can't wait for baseball season. Me too. BT and Sal on the field. Enjoy Get back April. To your yeah, well, and you can, you can enjoy <laughs> April, May, yeah. June, oh, yeah, July. Sure. Enjoy the season. Oh, I will. Once October comes around, yeah. that's what we start to take back. Uh-huh. We start to take over the fight. Yeah, right. Notice nothing during the season, just yeah, when no, he becomes a free agent. Of course not during the season. I mean, <laughs> I, I do yeah, think it gosh. is different. For, like, for the Yankees, obviously, there's there's many layers to enjoying their fun. Like, obviously, watching the individuals perform. Whether it is Garrett Cole, whether it is Soto, whether it's Judge, whether it's Volpe, Dominguez. They I'm have a psyched to watch of, Volpe this year. They, there's so much there to watch the Yankees. Yep. Then, of course, as a team, can they overtake the Orioles in the East. And as a matter of fact, I love the perspective of not being the top dog. Like, even though the Yankees may be the odds on favorites, I'm not worried about that. Like, the the Orioles won the division by 19 games last year. In my mind, the Yankees are not the favorite. And Mm -hmm. I like that chase of them taking on the Orioles or even the Rays and reestablishing their dominance. And then it's going to be, okay, well, can this group do it in the postseason? With the Mets, like... All right, yeah, it's fun to watch Alonzo and Lindor and Alvarez and, and maybe see what some of the younger guys could do, but it's on a much smaller scale. Sanga. Yeah, Sanga too. Sanga you like watching him every fifth day, or or I guess in his case every sixth day, who knows, with the rest. Mm-hmm. And Diaz, the trumpets are, are going to be fun, but it, yeah, it just doesn't feel... You know, the Yankees have the high ceiling of winning a World Series. The Mets' high ceiling is making the playoffs, so... You know, what's, it's going to be an aggregate. Like, 81 and 81 is a frustrating season. Yeah. You yeah, win as no, much for as you sure. lose, And that's what the Mets are looking at roughly. You maybe well, win a few more games than you lose. Uh, well, you get to 85. Uh, yeah. I mean, but what did they win in 73? 84 games in 1973 when they when they played the Reds for the right to go to the World Series? Uh, uh, the Ace? Right? right. Was that uh, – I think they won 84 games. So – you never know. I mean, yeah, listen, but- if you're going to lean into being a little optimistic, it's February 20th. Now's the time to do it. You know? Yeah. Here's the problem I have. Yeah. The, the Braves. 
Yeah, like, you think just, I want to watch so the Mets good. play the Braves this year? The Braves are so much I better. I can't than you stand guys. it. It's not like even I close. actually want to punch my fist through the TV thinking about the Mets Braves. And it's February twentieth. Mm-hmm. Imagine how I'll feel in August. Like it's not yeah. going to be. I, I hate the idea that the Braves are so much better. So much than better. The Mets. And the Phillies. Like they're so much better. Now, could anything happen on any given day? Sure. But like the reality is. The Mets aren't it this year. They know it. Yep. So we as fans just have to you know, suck it up and mm-hmm. hope for a, a little engine that could season. Eh. You know what I mean? It's frustrating. I, I, I get that, and I'm not even playing the game. I get that. That that is. For, but all I would say is not that Mets fans want to hear this from me. There's a bigger. There's a bigger vision here in place by somebody who was coveted throughout baseball, and you got to trust it. And it's. Oh, I do. You have to. And Stearns, not I'm not talking about Cohen, I'm talking about Stearns. No, no, I, I trust the both of them. Okay. And you know what that vision is? Oh, God, you know what, what it leads what, what, to? What? what? Soda. <laughs> well, Mario Soto's going to come back and pitch for you guys at the age of 65. That's right. I'm getting warmed up, baby. Game 7, BT, 1140 on Friday. Going down, bro. This is it. It's mine. Tony is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Tony? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Tony. Um. Hey, I just wanted to weigh in uh, here. Yeah, Sal, I agree with you. This is a great time of year. Spring training. Uh, we're down in Tampa with my wife. I got about a half dozen games to get in. Awesome. But I, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. And then we're going back, and then we're heading to the opener. My wife had a question uh, here. She says, have I ever met you? I've never met you both, but I'd love to. Are you guys going to the opener? Are you, uh, are you, uh, we'll be at the stadium. We'll be doing the stuff? show for the hard, yep, from the Hard Rock Cafe opening day. Nice. That is, it's yeah, not, it is. it's it's the home opener, not the season opener. But yeah, I, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. All right, great. Yeah, because we're going to swing over uh, here and uh, say hello, maybe take a pick. If 100%. I that close. Yeah, awesome. Listen, uh, I wanted to weigh in on the. Oh, oh we lost your tone. I'm with you, bro. Oh, you I'm with you, man. I, I got to tell you, you know, he'll love the energy. I mean, and his super, you know, talent is going to love the, 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 uh, uh, the fan attraction. He's just going to love the attention he's going to get. I mean, he's just going to get so much of everything coming to the Yanks. So I think he's going to fall in love with that because he's just such a megastar, and, and he's going to love it. Sal, you you know what, bro? I love you, man. You're a Mets fan, but I got to tell you, bro, how do you know that he's going to open up your King Cohen's going to open up the chain oh, oh, for, oh, oh, for Soto? He oh, didn't oh, do oh. it. He, uh, yeah, exactly. No, he, he will. Well, he didn't do it for who? He, he didn't. He didn't do it. He's not doing it for your Peter Lonzo. And you think? Oh, not yet. No, not yet. He's he's gonna do it, Tony. And thank you for the call. We appreciate you checking in. Enjoy Tampa, and we look forward to seeing you out of the stadium uh, for the home opener. Oh yeah. The word over the weekend again. It's not even a report, but Andy Martino talking to somebody who knows Steve Cohen in the game said that he expects Steve Cohen to be in play for both. As I've been saying for m- months. I expect Steve Cohen to be in play for both. He was opening up the pocketbook for Yamamoto. They didn't get him. He's going to, I believe, extend Pete Alonso at the end of the year. And I believe he's going to be in play for Soto. Does it mean they're going to get both? Who knows? Maybe they come up empty-handed like they did with Yamamoto. But I believe he's going to go after both. So Sal has presented me with worst-case scenario. Yankees don't win the World Series this year, which is obviously very possible. Based on the history, you'd almost say probable. It's been a while. Uh, although I do like their team. So they don't win the World Series, and Soto bolts. That's Sal's worst-case scenario. Now, to the Mets. It no, makes no, 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 no. Specifically... To the Mets, just, oh, God, that makes it next-level hurt. But let's say not the Mets. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I need you coming up next here, and I know we have some other things to do, but I need you to weigh in on what could be the worst-case scenario for 
your team? I think it's a great question. Which would be Soto wins a World Series with the Yankees, stays, and Pete is gone. All right, we will do that at some point before we say goodbye. We have Bald Face Truth, yep. Bald Face Live. That's coming up next. Uh, we'll also have Call of the Day later uh, next hour. But, yes, I want to think about that, and we'll get into that. What could be the worst-case scenario for the Mets after this season and into the offseason? When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Now time for Bold Face Lie, Bold Face Truth with Brenton Tierney and Sal Licata. All right, you got us here off a little bold face lie, bold face truth as we do this every Tuesday at 1240 now in the football offseason. What are we looking at here today, Hoff? All right, we have a little Juan Soto theme, and I'll start mm. with you, Sal Licata. Okay. Uh, given his numbers in the past, you know, high watermark of 35 home runs, Juan Soto this year will hit 40 or more home runs in 2024. Bold face lie, bold face What was truth. his career uh, high? 35. I'm going to say that's a bald face lie. He will not hit over 40. I think Soto's too smart a hitter to get caught up in the short porch and right. And I think it's easy for everybody to sit back and say, oh, he's going to hit 70 home runs. Now, I think he's going to have a monster year, BT. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, and I think he'll probably go between, I mean, look, he's going to go between 35 and 40, and I'm going to take the under. I mean, that's kind of, uh, but I, I think he'll hit over 30, but under 40. I think it's a ball face lie that he's going to hit over 40. For the same reason, I hate to be repetitive, yeah, but no, it's, it's a really important point. I just don't see him overhauling his philosophy, which would be a detriment to uh, his average. I actually think there's a better – now, and obviously you have to take out the 2020 season where he only played, I guess it was you know 47 or of the 60 games, but he led the league in hitting. He hit 351 during COVID. Forget about that. That's half a season truncated. I think there's a better chance that he has a career high in average – which is three thirteen than he does forty or home forty or more home runs. The the total is thirty five and a half. Hoff told me. Yeah, I Would mean, you... I I probably mm, uh, it's right there. Mm, I mean, can he hook a few more without? I probably bet the over, but I could see more like thirty two, thirty three, and he hits three twenty. Yeah, that's a tough one. This is a tough one. To bet, horse, uh, though. Huh? Short yeah, porch. no, I get it. But still, 35 homers, a lot of homers for a guy who doesn't generally hit that many. He walks a lot, so that's like two-thirds of his appearances. He's not even swinging the bat. Well, that leads to my next question. Thank okay. you very much, BT. Bold-faced lie, bold-faced truth. Juan Soto will lead the league in walks. Oh, that's a bald-faced truth. Mm, well, now, I mean, the judge behind them now, you got to maybe think twice mm. about those free passes. I'm still going to say bold-faced truth. Uh, he led the league a year ago. Three times in his career he's led the league. In he has. Uh, 21, 22, and 2020. Yep. Uh, all, all his all-star seasons. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So it's three years in a row, right? No, no, it's three of the last four years. This is what he does. I mean, he's a machine. He does not go out of his his swing realm. His ability to identify and decipher what's coming, uh, literally picking up the seams is is top-notch surgical, and his anticipation is next level. So I would say it's a bold-faced truth. He will. Yeah, I'm going to probably say bald-faced lie only because of Judge in that lineup. And although, like I said, Soto is what he is. I don't care what ballpark, what team, who he's facing. He is a disciplined hitter. He's not going to change that. He's not going to lose that. 
But I do think teams are going to prefer to pitch to him and take their chances with him as opposed to just Ooh, assuming Mess that, around and find out. Yeah. Mess we, around and find well, out. Well, I, I wouldn't want to go after Judge with a guy on base. That's yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. point. Yeah. So if you're walking Soto, you I mean, you're asking to be two-run homer. Bingo. Like, just like that, which is what makes the Yankee lineup so potent. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I, I got to believe you got to be aggressive with Soto. Have him try to put the ball in play. Go after him. You can't be walking him now with Judge behind him. But this is what, one sec, this is what's amazing about, you know, at least on paper going into the season. Now we got to see what happened in the leadoff spot. It'll be DJ, I would imagine, opening day. I've said, so I hope Volpe earns that in a sense to the one spot. Yeah, best case, Volpe oh. would be the guy. Oh, because then you get a, a kid with wheel, and you can't put him up there as on base is 286. He's got to earn it. But if if he's if he incrementally improves, and I think he will, Volpe, you know he's on first. He can run. Suddenly, you got the first baseman holding him on. Old school convention of lefty stick behind him, which obscures the catcher, makes it easier to run. There's a hole between first and second. Suddenly, you look up. It's first and third base. Hit the right field. Here comes Judge. It's over. But even if that, even if it's not, even if it's not Volpe. Pitchers navigating two and three, and even I'm not going to even count on Stanton. The second and third spot in the lineup. They're going to be exhausted by the time it's you know Austin Wells or whomever's batting sixth and you know Verdugo like it it, it the, the trickle down is going to be real. They're going to be exhausted. It is interesting though because by the way, just the way they have to calculate themselves because Judge, like you said, has led the league twice in walks, mm. Soto three times. I mean, as long as so, if Judge can play a full 162, I mean, they're both going to be up there. It's going to be interesting. Problem high, is, high pitch counts. Problem is, I, I know that everybody thinks walks are great. I don't want those two guys to lead the league in walks. I want them to mash. The Yankees are going to be best off with those guys swinging the bat. That's what they're here for, to swing the bat and drive and runs, not walk <laughs> to first base. Uh, next one for you, Sal. Bald face lie, bald face truth. Juan Soto will finish the season with an OPS over a thousand. That's on you, Sal. Start um, off. I mean, he's only done that once before. You know what? I'm going to go over. I'm going to say bald face truth. He's going to go over a thousand. That is one spot, BT, where I'm going to go under walks, under homers. I could see Soto mm-hmm. having his highest OPS of his career here with the Yankees, with Judge protecting him. You know, you could argue it could be his best offensive season overall, maybe put it all together. He's done it once in 2020, as you said, the shortened season, uh, where he was great that year. But, again, it was only 47 games that he played. Uh, I, I still think, I mean, he came close last year, 930. I think so. He had one year, 2021, where it was 999. Yeah, he's right there. Yeah, I think he could go over that. I do, too. Ball face truth. That's, to me, that's of, of all the statistical props or, you know, points of inflection for him statistically this season, I don't want to say it's a lock, but... Juan Soto is going to have over 1,000 OPS. It's coming. Okay. And finally, last one, BT, for you. Started off. Yep. Both face live, both face truth. Juan Soto will lead the league in RBIs. I'm going to say bold face lie because of where he's going to hit. Now, I like him in the two spot. I do. More so than, although you can make the case, Judge is a better base runner. I mean, that's kind of maybe overthinking things. Generally, you want to put the speedier guy in front, hit hit one in the gap, he can score. But Soto's not, you know, Soto's not like a catcher running. He's just not quite as fluid as as Judge and, and some others. So I'm going to say with, with Judge being the beneficiary of Soto walking a ton, I think it's going to be Aaron Judge who leads the league in RBI, not have, Soto. Do you have a number or total there? I'm going to say 131. I don't what? have. What? Oh, yeah. 
You don't have an over-under I didn't have a total, but I did have... uh, 131. Dude. His career high is 110. For who? Soto. I'm talking about Judge. Oh, okay. Well, funny, because what I did find was the odds on who would win the RBI leader, and Jordan Alvarez is plus 650, Soto plus 800, Judge plus 850. See, I don't know why they would have Judge uh, Soto second. Yeah, they're all banking on the the short porch, probably. People thinking walk year. You know, I mean, the walk year aspect of it makes me think maybe he does go over 40 home runs. Who the hell knows? But no, he will not lead the league in ribbies. There's just no... No way. Well, I wouldn't say that there's no way. It's Juan Soto. But he's not. I mean, I would, think out, to, I would think to lead the league in ribbies, you're going to have to have 130 RBI or around that, no? Yeah. Yeah. Generally, that's pretty much the neighborhood. And he's only had 100 and, uh, 110 once. That was about his second year that's when he was saying. 20. Yeah, no, I got you. I'm yeah, saying the, judge. The better question would be, does he go over 100 ribbies? Does he win the MVP? Let's let's throw all the stats in a pot. Ball I, face I lie. So. Ball face truth. Does he win the MVP? I'd say probably not. What are, uh, you had the MVP odds? I would say Judge does, by the way. 550 for Judge, 600 for Soto. What yep. else? Who's after that? Jordan is plus 900. Seager, Corey Seager's plus 1,000. What about with Toronto? You got anybody from Toronto? Where's Vladdy? Uh, a little bit of a down year, but. Yeah, you know what? Maybe they will. I don't know. Otani to the National League. Obviously, yeah. that's a big I know. big thing there. Judge would have wanted, you know, if he didn't yep, get hurt last right. year. Julio Rodriguez is the fifth with plus 1,200. He's good. Somebody who can win it. Yeah, he Gunner is Gunnar Henderson, Kyle Tucker, Bobby Wood Jr., Mike Trout. Those are the top ten in the American Yeah, you know there what? You go. I could see Soto or, or Judge winning it. Yep. Just one other note. Yeah. Uh, for RBI leaders yes. overall, Pete Alonso finished fifth on the list, plus 900. So fifth. He's, a, he's up there as see, well. See, he's somebody that I could see having a monster year as far as the ribbies go. I mean, that's what Alonso does. He's going to hit with power, and he's going to drive in a lot of runs. Mm-hmm. Soto's just a different offensive player. It's not a knock. He's just a different offensive player. Could he have 30 and 100? Sure, but like that's what you're looking at, You know, 35, 110. It's not like he's had these monstrous home run uh, RBI totals. No, no, I agree. I don't – listen. Judge, I'm, yes. Yes. One thing I don't expect with Soto, and I really don't understand why this isn't possible, and I don't think it is possible. Like, I don't want to live in Delusionville too much. Trust me, I'm there with the Jets. But – I look at Soto and I and I and I look at his ability to put the bat on the ball and you know carve out 132 walks and always get favorable counts. How does somebody like that strike out 129 times? Like I don't need like a Boggs or a Mattingly that would be insane where you strike out like 20, 30, 40 times in a year, but somebody's bat to ball skill and pitch recognition and the entire package. How does Juan Soto not just like 70 to 80 times like that would be, I mean, that would be amazing. But he doesn't seem to be that kind of, still strikes out a little yeah, bit. it is a big problem in, in the sport no, in I, general. I get that, but. You're yeah. right. Manningly Boggs, unfortunately, those days are long over. Yeah, yeah. John is in Deer Park. What's up, John? I wanted to talk about the Juan Soto issue that everybody's talking about, about how he's not going to be around, how he's not going to take the money and run. Uh, not and everybody. The season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, okay, That's that seems to be a big debate yep. back and forth, and it's usually coming from Mets fans. But nevertheless, I just wanted to make a point, a couple of points, if I may. No one seems to be talking about the possibility of, and the reality also, of Soto in front of Judge, in front of Stanton, in front of so on, in front of, in front, and so on. The lineup that's going to be possible mm-hmm. this season. I believe that Stanton, with even more pressure oh, relieved from him, will perform better yeah. with yet another star in front of him in the lineup. Okay, and even if not, just him and him and Judge, 
and that right field short porch that he's going to be hitting to. His numbers are pretty much almost guaranteed to go up in home runs and, and, and balls hit. That are that are that are doubles and maybe triples yeah. into the right field area. Yeah, and by the way, John, I'll and, let you finish. And, not to forget or not to you know oh, to mention, I should say. Don't forget the pesky pole in Boston. Don't forget the thirty-seven oh, foot high that. wall in no, left no, field. You're right. You are one hundred percent right. And I just wanted to make Toronto's a hitter's park. Right. So what's he going to have? Fifty, sixty? What are we talking yeah, about, Soto? Right. You, you, we're talking big numbers. Yeah. Right? Nobody really even knows what this synergistic sister system is going to be yet. Nobody knows. Right. But. But it's going to be better than what he's used to. I guarantee that. I I could pretty much, any individual who knows baseball on any level can pretty much say Soto uh, batting in in the Yankee lineup, in the the fields that the Yankee plays in, is going to be much better than what he's used to. Right, and And it's it's exactly why, John, we'd like to see it more than one year. So it it stinks (laughs) that it can only be one year. And his numbers in New York... Him playing and being fantastic mm. in in uh, in California or in the mid states or anywhere else in the country is not like him having the same numbers in New York. Agreed. That's the difference between waking up to the world every day or waking up to the city you're in. It's and a big difference. Thank you for the call, Good call John. there, John. Yeah. I mean, the one thing, listen, we we value doing it here because we're from here. And, yes, you do it here. It is bigger. That's indisputable. But whether it's Juan Soto or anybody else, like, we don't really know what motivates some players. I will tell you this. You know, I mean, I lived in Vegas for, what, a year and a half when I was just getting into the business. There's something to be said for waking up with palm trees and throwing off flip-flops yeah, in, 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 in February. So I don't know. I always what, thought you know this what was I mean? it. And then, like, you go to San Diego and you're like, man, this is nice. Or even Florida. And I don't necessarily love Florida, but, like. Yeah. Like, cold air is 65. Oh, yeah. And no, cold air is like, I'm freezing my rear end off walking from the subway. The subway, which is a whole nother story, smells like vomit and everything else you could imagine. Yeah. I had to actually, today was so bad I got on, I had to walk to the opposite end of a car because the, the stench was like I couldn't even breathe. What, the LIRR? No, this is the actual subway. Ugh. Yeah, the LIRR to the, I, you know, yeah, LIRR yeah. to 10, yeah. take the subway take, take downtown. The one train. It's disgusting. That's gross, man. Not to mention the people don't. It's it's so. It's a mess. People don't walk. They're on their phones. It's like get out of the way, will you? Walk with a purpose here. I mean, my God. So the point is, yes, I love New York, and I do think it means more when you do it here. However, yep, there's e- let, there let are the easier, in San Diego, uh, right? easier <laughs> ways to do it, especially if the money's the same. So again, we yeah. say it. You call us. We understand what you mean because we're from here, but. There's a lot of other, you know, parts of the country that are, that are quite appealing to a lot of different players, especially players from warmer weather. I know. Different I, countries, you know? It's I know it's a bigger conversation. It is, it is. But I do wonder if New York has lost its luster. Like, it used to be because it was the bright stars and the marketability and all the money. Now, Let like, me save you the suspense. It's, it's lost not, its appeal. Yeah, it's I not know. the same. BT and Sal on the fan. I do want to answer your question before. Worst case scenario for the Mets. So we'll do that as well as get back to your calls on Juan Soto on the other side. BT and Sal on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Sal Akata back on The Fan. We'll get back to your Juan Soto calls here in a second. 
BT, you had a question for me last hour. Let's do it now. I do, I'm curious how you answer this because, well, obviously today's been about Soto, right? And, you know, to start the show, Sal was saying how it's gonna be, it should be very hard for Yankee fans to enjoy Soto's, um, you know, first year here because it very likely could be or very probably possibly could be his only year. So that's where we've been going. And, I listen, the worst case scenario was Sal presented to me is that, you know, Soto does well because he's going to do well no matter what. But Soto plays well. Yankees don't win the World Series. He bolts to Queens. And then, obviously, the Yankees are, you know, like, okay, what do you do? He gave up some pitching for Soto. He's mm. gone. You didn't get Yamamoto. What's the next play? Cole and Soto. And uh, Judd's getting older. Their primes are eroding. That's worst-case scenario that Sal presents to me from a Yankees perspective. What he fails to incorporate is there's also a worst-case scenario for his team. Now, today's a Yankee day at least with the Soto stuff. And we don't always just want to take those gratuitous shots and bring the Mets into it or the Yankees. Like, we want to have normal conversations, but I'm very curious how you answer this. Worst case for you, Juan Soto wins a World Series with the Yankees. Right. So right away, the hurt, Yankees win. By itself, just hurt. Because we'll be at the parade. We'll be doing the show. No, yes, we no, will be. No, no, right, no, I got news for you. The fan was there in 2009. I sat next to him. We yeah, will be there. It's a long time ago. Uh, I understand that, yeah. but we, we are still the home of the Yankees, so I would imagine that we will be there. Anyway, Yankees win the World Series. Sal Hart, Sal's baseball heart explodes again. Juan Soto's amazing. Maybe even wins the MVP. Just throw a little salt right. on top of that. Uh, he is re-signed by the New York Yankees, which means he is not a New York Met. And Pete Alonzo bolts, either through a trade or another team, you know, attracts him with some massive contract the Mets don't want to offer, don't want to match. Soto Yankees, Alonzo gone. Worst case, what do you guys do at that point? What is the move? Well, I think the worst case for Mets, obviously outside of, like, for the Mets fan to watch the Yankees win the World Series, never a good case. But I, I think that that's irrelevant when you're talking about the worst case scenario for the Mets. I think the worst case would be not having an opportunity to get Soto or not landing Soto, similar to Yamamoto, and losing Pete for nothing. The the pivot would be in pitching, right? Maybe it's Zach Wheeler, maybe it's Walker Bueller, but that is if the Mets come up empty handed There is no pivot. In both Alonso no and Soto. Sam, no, that's what I'm there's, saying. There's no there pivot. Is, yeah. There's none. No, but the, but Because you told to... me we were going to get Yamamoto. Yeah. You didn't. Neither did the Yankees. But, you, you know, that was the whole King Cohen thing. He didn't deliver mm. him. Got it. It was a pretty good offer, but he didn't come here. You know, if I Pete's gone. The, the crown gets smashed. Like, oh, there's yeah. no more even on ice. Uh-huh. Right now, it's just reserved for six months. For sure. Though. No, understood. But if the Mets don't get Soto, and, and really both Soto and Alonso. Sledgehammer. Yeah, at least one, but but really both. Sledgehammer to that crown, and you're right. The, the pivot is the, there is none. It's just waiting for the younger guys to come up and oof. And yeah. then I don't even want to push it forward. Like imagine if the younger guys aren't as good as you hope they are. That's just that's yeah. almost painfully unfair. I won't even throw up that possibility. But also very though, though it has happened before yeah. to the Mets. But I don't know. I think um, see. What, and I understand... Like, that's even a worse-case scenario than trading Pete in season for something. Because you could think you can get him back, which or, I don't think or, you will. Or at least you get something you oh, can't... Oh, I see what you're saying. You, you, you know, you get something... You can't when, lose him for nothing. you get a comp pick? You'd get a comp pick, oh, right? Dude, come on. <laughs> a comp pick. I mean, what? That would be satisfactory? Yeah, a Yankees, comp pick for the uh, Yankees, greatest Mets player in history? signing Juan Soto. <laughs> comp pick. Mets get a comp pick. Let's get the 19th a... pick for the Twins. Yeah, I, I think that that's probably the worst case, though, the combo of the Ugh. Mets missing out on Alonzo and Soto. 
Best case, they get both. That's a worst case for the Yankees yeah. as far as losing Soto to the Mets. Worst case for the Mets is losing Alonzo for nothing and missing out on Soto. So your protective shield, you have a little force field or a, like a, a, a protection, a bubble. Remember the bubble boy from Seinfeld? Yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, you've got a little bubble boy element where you are insulated, you are protected because Juan Soto has not yet spurned the Mets. And you're holding, and, and very, he might not, but you're holding on to this, this thought that the Mets will really be in play and that you will pay the most and you will land while you've been telling me this mm-hmm. for the last seven, eight months that we've been working right, together. Right. If he stays with the Yankees. Right, even before he got traded to the ooh, Yankees. And you didn't get Yamamoto. Even if Pete stays, I would say it's a colossal fail. I don't know about colossal fail, and that's different from worst case scenario. Worst no, I know. Case is, yeah, I know. I know. Worst case is miss Soto and lose out on Alonzo. That's absolute. That's unrecoverable for a while because emotionally you're destroyed because of Pete, and then you know optically. You, go ahead. Like even even if they bring Pete back and miss mm-hmm. out on Soto, to it's, your point, it's close. It's the same. It's like you didn't get Soto. Well, then you'd have right. Then you'd have to go out there and maybe they get two of the pitchers. Maybe they get Wheeler and. Bueller. But you want to watch some batters? Yeah, I mean the pitchers are great. You got to get some sticks. I, I I mean I know I'm aware. I'm well aware. You're well aware. <laughs> you laugh now, dude. Oh, I mean, listen. They, they, Here's they, what I know: we had the Yamamoto battle. And unfortunately, mm. no blood was drawn. It was drawn. a draw. It was a countdown. One of those lame countouts in WWF. At, at in this offseason, there will be a result. Yep. He's either going to stay with the Yankees or he's not. So there's going to be some blood drawn one no, way no, or no, another. No, no, that's not necessarily. Well, no. I was going to say, what if he goes somewhere else? But by but leaving the Yankees, leaving no, the there's Yankees. the blood. Yeah. So there's I going gotcha. to be some blood drawn. Yeah. Now, is it going to be you know decapitation? Or is it going to be just a little, you know, a little, a little, a little butterfly stitch? Yeah, nothing too serious. Scrape the knee, fall off the I mean, bike. Maybe like a four-inch gash or something if you go somewhere How many times else? you get stitches? You have a lot of stitches on your body? Knock on wood, never. You never got you stitches? me, dude. No. No, I know. What? Yeah. Hoff, how many times have you gotten stitched up? Uh, at least twice, maybe three. I can't remember if there was a third, but definitely twice. That's it? How yeah. many? What about you? Oh, my God. I mean... Let's see. Not not counting surgeries. Like I'm not even going to count surgeries because okay. they'll be here all day. Um, I ran into something. Remember the feety pajamas? Like this, yeah. uh, <laughs> I had those on. We just moved into our home from the yeah. apartment. I guess I was like three. I vaguely recollect this. Oh, huh. And they just polished the floors. I had the feety pajamas, and I was running, and my my and I slid, and my mouth. I was so small was the height of the windowsill, and I went right into a butt. I I, I remembered a little bit. Busted open my mouth. Uh, that's one, two stitched here. Yeah, I had one here too that I should have gotten. St- I fell off the bed and hit the dresser, but they didn't take me to get stitches. So See, that's, that's, that's kind of yeah. what it is. I think I'm, a lot of mine. I think I needed to go to the hospital. I yep. chose not to. Which yeah, is my, my parents chose not to. They I just guess. ignored it. They just stole a little Elmer's <laughs> you, glue. You butterfly it, right? Yeah. yeah. I got 14. See that? That's a pretty big. Sir. See that 14, that little oh, scar right there? Fuck. It gives me. That was the worst. Crazy. I was at day camp, Zavarian day camp in Brooklyn High School. They used to have it. Uh, they might still have it. I was at the day camp. And we were at uh, Clove. Was it Cloveleaf Park in Staten Island? I think that's where we were. And we were playing like Manhunt or whatever we were playing. We were just basically running away from the counselors, trying to do yeah. what we wanted to do. And somebody was chasing me, and I was chasing them back. And like we were running downhill. And there was leaves everywhere, so I couldn't see the root of the tree. Oh, and geez. I guess, you know, I was I was probably 12, 
but like high school kids were hanging out there drinking beers and doing what they yeah. were doing. So I guess it was a broken bottle. Oh. So Sal, I tripped over the the root of the tree. I went flying, oh, dude, and I, I landed right on a broken Budweiser bottle, that, and like, I sliced open my eyes. That when I, hurt. When I and I wanted that. to pitch that night. I was actually supposed to pitch, mm. and I was heartbroken that they they my my dad was probably going to let me. My mom's like, "You're not pitching," and it was killing me. When I hear stuff like that, it makes my whole body, specifically, you know, yeah. below the belt, shrivel up. Like below I, the belt? You know what I mean. Eternal up? Yeah, yeah, Why? Like it makes me queasy. I can't even hear that. The thought of <laughs> falling into glass and getting, oh. Yeah, that one hurt. That no, one hurt. I don't anyway. like that. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. That, would be, that is, would be the hurt when uh, you yeah. don't get soda. <laughs> Kent is calling from Connecticut. What's up, Kent? Hey, guys. I love your show. I, I just didn't know it was a comedy show. I, uh. That caller that called in and said Stanton's going to be good because Soto and Judge are in front of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could put Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron in front of him. <laughs> I mean, the bottom line yeah. is Stanton can't run. You know, he's always hurt. You know, he's in, he no, but he's in better? shape. He's in different shape this year, Kent. I don't know if you got the memo. He's in different yeah, he shape. Can... He, he wants to be more of a baseball player this year. Nice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> acknowledgement of what his actual job description is, baseball player. <laughs> He's in different shape every year, but it's the same result. Yeah, I'm with you. He lost a lot of weight, though. Thanks for the call. Thank you for the call. He lost, what, 20 pounds? Maybe 30? Is that what it is? I'm guessing just he was. What did he do? Probably like hot stretch yoga, probably changed his diet, definitely lifted less, less, probably less, you know, carbs and and, and protein. He's still not a baseball player. More cardiovascular stuff. I hear you. I'm not banking on Stan. I'm not. I know. But they are. That's another, you know. No, no, you always say they this. They are. They keep saying oh, it. Oh, he's in great shape. Oh, my God. It's nauseating. Not as nauseating as thinking of you running into glass like that. But yeah. still, Stanton, Rodon. I know everybody's great. Oh, here we Everybody go. Here's looks the nasty. talking points. Here no, we it's go. The same thing. It's the same thing with the Mets. Oh, this guy looks great. And this guy's going to be. Well, who are they saying that about with the Mets? I haven't no, seen they, that yet. Yeah, that's true. They really don't have anybody. Well, some of these young guys. Vientos. Oh, wait till Vientos oh, gets his opportunity. Yeah, I think you meant just fear, yeah. like physical, like reshaping. No, I, no. I got you. No, with Stan, it's specifically about the, the physical. It I, know, is. I know Rodon lost some weight or whatever, but. I mean, come on. But they're not counting. Can I do this once more? Yeah. I don't know that. I don't want to assume yeah. everybody's heard this. So a couple of things. When you say that they're counting on Stanton, they're not counting on Stanton. Did you see the report on Jason Dominguez? What? He's already throwing, throwing up to yeah. 60 feet, yep. which to me is stunning. Now, I think it's a little cavalier to push the timetable up, even though I'm stunned he's throwing at 60 feet, which means he's obviously hitting. Uh, I, I, now, if you tell me he comes back early June, maybe I wouldn't be stunned. But I'll still say July 1. That's what I said a while ago. Dominguez is coming back. So you don't need Stanton. Last year, they had no options. What you can do is you have – now, I don't love Judge playing too much center field. I agree with that. Judge in center on opening day, uh, obviously Soto and, and Verdugo in left and Soto in right to start. All right, And then you have a D, we have Grisham coming in, defensive replacement, whatever. And, of course, Stanton's going to DH. But then when Dominguez comes back, if Stanton ain't hitting, yeah, he's, he's not playing. No, I get it. So they're not counting on uh, him. I get it. But still, the fact that he's here, the fact that he's being hyped up and talked about, oh, Big G is going to have a big year. I mean, come on. I, I think they just try to show him respect. I think they do respect him. I think he's a likable person. Very much he's, so. He's accountable, and I respect that. I respect that, too. I actually yeah. like that. And yeah, he handles New York better than a lot yes. of, especially people who haven't lived up to the expectations. It's true. He handles New York very well in that regard. He's just not a good baseball player. Mike is calling from Rhode Island. What's up, Mike? 
Hello, BT, Sal, am I on? What's up, Mike? Yeah, Mike. Listen, I've been listening to you guys for a long time, and I finally got a rare day off to call in, and I've been waiting. But listen, I got a couple of points, but BT, you're stealing my thunder, man. All right, what's happening, Mike? A couple of points. If Soto, hypothetically, we do win a World Series this Uh year, okay, with the New York Yankees, do you think he's going to want to leave to go to a team that's losing? And I'm not saying the Mets, any team. No, I don't. I don't either. That's number one point. Number two, here's where you're killing me here. He, we got, we're not that bad shape. If this guy decides to leave, this Jason Dominguez guy, the Martian, is for real. Okay? We're not going to really be hurting. This guy is a for real ball player. Now you just told me he's starting to throw, and I didn't even know about yeah, that. Yeah, 60 but feet. I heard he was coming back. I heard he was coming back in July as well. I was surprised he, by that. He, yep. he's he has un- played only a few games, Mike, to be fair. But he does, he looks no, the part. No, no, he looks no, the part. He does look the part. And uh, the other thing with Soto, man, if he was just stays with the Yankees, I mean, look, we kept Judge. That's our main guy. We kept him. Now the Mets, if they lose their boy Pete Alonso, man, they're going to be hurting. I'm sorry. That's that's the that's the franchise for them right now. It really is. Yeah. And that's all I really have to say. Yeah, the I the mean, difference I, I is, though, Mike, and thank you Mike, for the call. The Rhode Island, huh? Look the, at that. The difference is the... The drop from the mountaintop is a lot greater than from the floor level. Like the Mets are right now floor level at mm-hmm. best. No, I know. Like I the know, Yankees, we're talking about, and this was the whole point of the the start of the show today, and really the majority of the show. We're talking about the excitement of pairing two of the greats ever together in the same lineup, Soto and Judge. And my hesitation or concern would be that, yeah, but it's. Probably only one year. Why probably? Because, there we go. You because see, already negatively slanted. Be, Not possibly. Right. Probably. Well, I mean, whatever. My oh. my feeling is that he is, Soto is going to want the most money. Yep. And I do not believe the Yankees are going to offer the most money. So in that scenario, that's where I get probably. But again, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But the point is, he is a free agent. He yes. is going to be a free agent that's at right. the end of the year. The Yankees have already acknowledged that this is all likelihood like, you know, going to go to free agency. And they have said many times, Cashman has said already in the early spring, like this is basically, they know this is a one-year deal. While I'm sure that they have some money reserved, knowing what it's going to take, there's a one-year deal here. They're going all in. They haven't gone all in in other aspects of the team, but maybe they feel that they have. I mean, I'm I'm looking at it like a team that's not ready to win a World Series yet. They're good, and, and if everything goes well, sure. I don't think that it will, and I don't think that they will win a World Series and they could possibly lose Soto. So you're talking about the excitement of Soto and Judge to then in the offseason losing that. And then what? Where do you go from there? We talk about the Mets pivoting. If they, Where do the Yankees pivot if they lose Soto? Well, there's always going to be attractive free agents. And the money that you would have spent for Soto, you just, you know, you, uh-huh. you, you come. I, I, don't, I don't know. You target no, then, other people. But but the Mets could have gotten Dominguez. those guys, too. But yeah, they, not it's true. not Pete and Soto. You know what I mean? They, I understand. That's where Dominguez and Spencer Jones, who, you know, you laugh when I bring that up, but he's thought to be the next great Yankee prospect. We'll see. Many mm-hmm. have flamed out, but this kid seems to be a little different. We will see. And there's always an answer. You know, think about this. Imagine sitting there. I'll give you an example. I'll give you a great example. I know it's not the same because it's a totally different sport, and the influence of of one person is far different in one of the sports than the other. But think about when we were sitting there watching – the Knicks flame out against Trey Young and the Hawks a couple of years back mm-hmm. during COVID. Finally got back to the playoffs, started letting people back into the garden. Randall, you know, banged up, only guy there, didn't play well. All right, and imagine if somebody said to you 
during that series, hey, listen, this isn't this isn't going to go the way you want, and we know that you're desperate. Uh, have a little more patience because in a couple of years, this kid by the name of Jalen Brunson is mm-hmm. going to be a point guard. Like, I mean, come on. Right, but uh, now, You again, never know is uh, the point. I understand that, but you were just painting the scenario for the Mets that if they lose Pete and don't get Soto, there is no pivot. It's over. So, I mean, I could also counter and say, well, you never know. Dude, that that is a blow that the Yankees would not be able to recover from in the short term. Uh, the short term, I'll give you that. Making I'll that give you trade, that in the short term. There's nothing, there's no, you can't equivocate like somebody to Soto. No, I short term, right. I agree. If they if they don't win the World Series and lose him, that is a, a it's, it's a rough day at the office. Yeah. It's a right. rough day. That, it's that, a brutal day to, at the office. Now, to your point, eventually they'd recover. And and I guarantee you, even in the short term, they'd still build a team that can go compete for the playoffs at the very least. Correct. But we're talking about the highest of the high right now. Yeah. They just brought in one of, if not the best player in the sport, to pair with one of, if not the best player in the sport. I got a question for you. I yeah. just thought about this. Speaking of great players, so where is A Rod's actual jersey? I think we have. But it was the, retired the, the other day. So isn't that it? Folded well, up. Then over where's there? the banner? Oh, you have an A Rod jersey you want to bring in and donate? No, I don't have any A Rod jerseys. We actually could do some creative stuff with the studio, like hang some jerseys over here. Well, what we should do is start by getting your name on the billboard where yeah, it just says Tiki and Tierney. I know. It just is Tierney. You can't see Tiki. Sure put that up so you can just see Tierney first. I don't think we that's in sound the, in there. I don't think it's in the show budget. <laughs> uh, coming up on the other side, we'll get to caller of the day and continue with your calls on Juan Soto. Soto, a Yankee. Be excited for now. BT and Sal on the fan. I can't wait to hear Sterling's call on Soto. It, it's it's going to be wild. He's, he's, he always says he doesn't work on it. He's already working on it. I don't I don't agree with that. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. Today's call of the day is brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. James is on Long Island. What's up, James? BT, I have a challenge for you today. Okay. Do not let this happiness leech suck everything There's out. There's no chance. He is coming into this with this. And I'm sorry, you know, this is going to hurt you a little bit, Sal. This met mentality that we have to, oh, no. What happens if we lose him next year? I knew from the beginning that you were so into this. Because you want him to go to the Mets. That's why you're so up in arms against this this morning. Oh, against I what? Think- Tell me what I'm against. Because I don't happiness. even know. Happiness. I'm not against happiness. You are you exactly are. what you are. You gave, so you you gave so up five. You the Yankees to have happiness. No, no, that's that's not what I'm you See, you're hearing it different from what I'm saying. I'm saying the Yankees gave up five players for a rental in Juan Soto. The reality is instead of everybody going in, oh, Judge and Soto, the reality is it might be just be Judge long term. Of the two, one of them's locked up. The other one is not. It is going to be. He's in his walk year. Like, there's a very realistic possibility that this great tandem, maybe the greatest ever, Soto and Judge, maybe the greatest ever. Mantle, Maris, Ruth, imagine whatever. You go over Don't forget Gary, Gary. stuff. Yeah, throw them on. There you go. This, this could be the greatest tandem ever. For one season. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an ass. I swear to God. You're right. Yeah, BT and Sal on the fan. That was fun. Yeah. I mean, look, it's always is. Uh, obviously, there are this could play out many different ways. I just don't understand how Yankee fans, the majority, it seems, BT, aren't at least mildly concerned that this could be a one-and-done for Juan Soto and Pinstripes. Well, I can't speak for all Yankee fans, but I can speak for most sensible people. Most people are able to compartmentalize more than one thing. 
meaning they juggle both rationally in their brains. I, I, I think that it's just eyes wide open. Sports fans aren't rational. No, no, no. Uh, well, well, with certain things, I believe we have the capability to be such. And I think this is one of them. Like, I don't think it's that hard right now, February. Now, that might change if Soto's hitting 261 and it's August and the Yankees are eh, and we don't think that he's loving it here, which I don't think will be the case. But that, that'll that be different. Right now, it's February 20th, and I think anything short of really being excited about, a, I mean, a gift, a gift from the baseball gods, it is Soto and Judge back-to-back, while also being able to responsibly juggle the alternate universe of, oof, and not going well, and then us having to react to that. We're not blind to it. I just think most of us are choosing to latch on to the good stuff. Right, and I just live in reality. Well, you just live in the negative stuff. Tom is calling. Pain continues. Tom is calling from East Meadow. What's up, Tom? Hey, Brandon and Sal, how are you guys? Hey, Hello, Tommy. Awesome, awesome show, guys. I'm so glad they put you got you two together. Thank you. Thanks, dude. Um, I can definitely understand that Soto can get the 1,000 OPS, but I don't want to see him change his swing. Yeah. He's a left center field hitter. Yes. And, and he can lead the league in doubles. Yes. And he can just keep rocking it into that alley. I don't want to see him change his swing. He won't, and start though. trying to pull it to the porch. He's, he's not that type of hitter, though, Tom. He's so confident in his game. Mm-hmm. He's not intimidated by anything, any place, any crowd. He's going to be his. his he's he's going to be himself. And Well, I, I definitely agree, Sal. But, you know, when you, when you see that porch there, yeah. it's, it's happened before where guys try to change their swing. Right, but I don't and think he will. As I was going to say, I don't think he will. But maybe I pray he to God the, he doesn't. Maybe there. Will, uh, thank you for the call, Tom. Maybe a byproduct of the short porch will be more home runs. But it's not going to be because he's going to, you know, try to hit more home runs. He can't do that. If he does that, he's going to be in trouble. That's I think how you start getting yourself in trouble as a hitter. I agree. I when you stop doing what got you to this point, I think it's one of the. I, I really, I really believe this. I, I think it for me. You know, you know, you know. I love the swing and the mechanics and all the the different things with the mm-hmm. body. Baseball is actually swinging. Like I think it maybe is, in my mind, I think it might be the most compelling aspect of any new addition the Yanks have ever made, because what he does so well is you know use foul line to foul line, obviously, but particularly a lot of home runs to left field, left center. And now it's this this daunting challenge of of avoiding the temptation of something that it is appealing to high school. Pl- 314 feet is nothing, dude. It's nothing. Statistically? Yeah. I- I'm sorry to cut you off It's there. okay. Go ahead. Statistically, does he have most of his career home runs to left center? Last year, most of them were. So don't you think he's then going to lose some? Well, yes, I, but that's why I think the average goes up. And we talked about right. this. I don't think he has 40 home runs. I do think right. he has a chance to have his highest career well, that's, batting average but that's for one of those reasons. Right, that's the point. I know we both went under 40, we did. and the number is 35 and F. But if you're just saying, wow, short porch and right. I don't want that. Yeah, Giambi no, I did know, that. But, but also, if he hit the majority of his home runs last year to left center, that mm-hmm. is not going to be the case this year. No, no, I agree. Well, I mean, there's still 81 road games. But, yes, obviously, the vastness of left center field and straightaway 410 dead center at Yankee Stadium, not that. He can't hit it out there. He will many times, you would imagine. But I, I think that the only thing that worries is strong. But let let me just throw you this scenario, right? Because again, Sal's right. He's so fun. He's like a scientist. He's like a 
He's like a surgeon. Like he's so yeah. wrapped into the minutia of his swing. Yeah, creature like, habit. The, the the surrounding circumstances don't really matter. He's not going to deviate from from his approach. And others do, even pros. He's not. Unless, let's go to May third, May fourth. He's got two home runs. Yanks a scuffle a little, mm. little bit, and now he's hearing a different sound that isn't. There in San Diego. <laughs> uh, no, no. I, I'm, like, yeah, I'm just I trying know, to be fair to the conversation. I love that. Even if you are Juan Soto, who is so immersed in his process that never deviates from it, you're a human being. And if the Yankees are, you know, 500-ish, Rodon's getting smacked around, Cortez is eh, not terrible but not good. It's just pretty much Cole and a couple of questions still. And the offense is a little slow out of the shoot, And the Orioles are humming and Toronto's looking good. Uh, it is baseball, so there's no guarantee he's going to go into May hitting 330. Right. Does he change it then based on the pressure of the Bronx? Yeah, that's worst case, wheels off. Uh, that just would throw, be, you know, boy, that would be a disaster. Anything's I, possible. Yeah, it is. To be I, fair. To, and to be fair, like, usually I, I try to look at all different possibilities. That is one that has not even crossed my mind. Like, the one known, I think, going into this year, although you're right, anything could happen. The one thing I feel most confident about this season, maybe even more so than anything to do with the Yankees, period, mm. is Juan Soto's going to have a monster year. Mm-hmm. Like, right from the get-go, I feel like Soto's going to be able to handle everything. I think right, so, though, too. If but it goes the wrong way here early. Keep in mind, now, I know that Tino's different, but Tino started like one. Tino got booed. I remember Tino hit the ground ball at the second base. Tino got booed. You know, it's, it's a different. Now, coming from Seattle and obviously replacing Mattingly was... A different level of pressure because nobody loves, I mean, Don Don Mattingly is one of the most revered athletes in the history of New York. For a guy who never won a championship, right? he's right there with everybody. That was a little bit of a different dynamic here. But he's still a human being, and it's still hard to hit a baseball. There's still a high success rate. While the numbers will be there at the end, there's no guarantee that they're at the beginning. Right. And if that happens, what creeps into his mind? You never know. Paul is calling from Newark. What's up, Paul? What's going on, guys? How you been? How are you, Paul? Hey, buddy. Can't complain, buddy. Hey, BT, what's going on, buddy? All good. Just to harp on what you were talking about, you could put that negative spin on Soto because let's say, okay, he does get to a slow start and he, you know, starts shooting for that right field fence, just like, uh, let's say, what was his name? Giambi? Giambi did it. A.K.A. Yep. Uh, to share okay, or less. So- to share or less because he's a switch hitter. But, yeah, certainly Giambi. Exactly. And who says, you know, He's, the average comes down, which you're thinking his average is going to be up, and he's not going to be at that many home runs. Like Sal was saying, that short porch is very tempting. And a lot of uh, superstars have come to Yankee Stadium and shoot for that porch, and then they do change their batting slump, you know, their swings. And then, who knows, he does have a bad year. And then maybe the Yankees were like, oh, should we actually give him the big money? Well, he's not going to have if a bad year no matter what happens with I'm that short. You know. He's not going to have a bad year. He's going to – should we give him that $600 million he's going to want? Well, you know what, Paul? I'm happy that you bring that up because I said to Sal, and, and nobody's really saying this, but this needs to be said again. Like, it's always about, oh, wow, is, you know, is Juan Soto going to, you know, take the Yankees' money and remain a Yankee? I got news for Juan Soto. If you don't produce the way we need you to produce, then maybe we don't want to give you the money. I know that that sounds ludicrous. Yeah. He's going to be – he's 25 He's a transcendent lefty hitter with impeccable knowledge of the strike zone. He's a lefty, something the Yankees, they just got away from. Inexplicably, that's obviously on Cashman. That's one of the reasons why he's driven me nuts over the years. But Soto, in theory, is everything that's been missing and wrong with the Yankees. 
but he's still a human being. He's still fallible. And, you know, we, we got to prove to him that he's got to prove to us. Also, we know he's been chasing one thing for many years here, right? He's been chasing his big free agency payoff. What happens when he gets his $600 million? Is he, he's already won a World Series. He's then going to get paid his big money. Yep. He, like, I, look, before I sign him, I don't care what he does this year, I need to talk to him and figure out what makes him tick. What motivates him? Does he want to be one of the greats ever? Does he want to win multiple World Series? I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know him personally, so I have no idea. How do you but, believe what he even says? Though? I know, Think about but, that. Yeah, he's going to, yes, I want to be one of the all-time greats. No, okay, I don't really believe but, you. It doesn't sound convincing yeah, well, enough. But how do you really even well, decipher what's what? Hey, dude, I'll tell you this. <laughs> you're investing that much money in him? Yeah, yeah. You're, doing, you're talking to him every which way possible and figuring it out. You can't roll the dice on that. So and I'm not saying he he's the player that would, you know, not Mail being it in. competitive. Nah, yeah. not that guy. No, but but I just want to make sure I understand. that that's the case because we have seen one Juan Soto for years now with one thing in mind. He had the chance to get that big contract and get security years ago. We're talking about over four hundred million. Turned it down. He turned it down. He turned it, and it's going to be a smart move. Which leads, more. which leads me to the idea of him wanting the most money. When you turn down four, like think about that. We talk about you know maybe the Mets trying to lock up Alvarez or, or should have done it with Alonzo or the Braves doing it with their guys. The Nats tried to do it with Soto, mm-hmm. and he said, nah, I'm good. 400 At the time, it was like, what? But did he not like the city? Did Whatever. he not like the ballpark? Whatever. I mean, who I'm knows saying, the like, variables? But I got it. point I is, he bet on himself and has been waiting to pick and choose his spot. Mm-hmm. And there have been rumors about him wanting to be in New York or whatever. Now he's here, so we're going to find out. But we're also going to find out. In the offseason, what makes him take? Does he want the most money? Does he want to be a Yankee? Maybe and maybe the Yankees do, in fact, all from the most. We're going to find out. Yeah. And then after that, we're going to see a different Juan Soto, one who has finally gotten that mega payday. And you hope that the performance obviously doesn't drop off, especially for the first you know five years of that. Day. Oh, my God. Ideally, you know, he is a combination of I want to get paid. You know, bleep you, pay me. I want a high-profile venue. Check. I want a high-profile team, check. I want a chance to win every year, check. check like, right. he, hopefully it, it's it's fairly equitable with being paid the highest, obviously the highest. Mm-hmm. But I think the it, I think what determines whether or not he stays here, I think it might be two, three, four, and five on that list because, you know, we can nickel and dime. If you know, the money's co- equal. Money's going to be close. Yankees aren't going to front on this. I, I believe that with every everything in my baseball being, Yanks are not going to cheap out on this. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. Oh, God, this song. What? No scrub? Yeah, it just, it just, yeah. This is the. Yeah, I'm not going to belabor it every, every time. If, if I were, yeah, what are you talking about? The song? Yeah. About, oh, I thought you were going to make an Andre Scrub joke. <laughs> no. Now pitching for the Mets. Uh, How's he yeah. looking at camp so yeah. far? Yeah, How's he no doing idea. down in Port St. Louis, Andre Scrub? No Now nah, the song's always, uh, it's just, I don't know. We're watching, we have SNY here in the studio, 
This game from 2011, Ari Dickey's pitching against He's Cardinals. batting right now. Dude, Angel Pagan in center field. Like, ugh. Angel Pagan, then he left the, Josh, the Mets and he won a World Series with the Giants. Josh Tolley catching. Catcher, T-H-O-L-E. Yeah. Who else? Just go around the horn there. Who else did you have there? Poor Danny Terry, Murphy was there. Poor Terry Collins. Yeah, I like Danny Murphy. And me too. Poor Terry, but he was in 2015 Murphy exactly no, at know. that point. I know. Poor TC had they have busted shops all the time about this. You look at the lineups Buck Showalter had compared to what TC had. Yeah. Trotting out John Mayberry Jr. and oh, uh, yeah. Eric Campbell. I mean, Campbell, an outfielder? I think he was in the I think was he was a little bit of everything. Base, yeah, he played third some third. For, anyway, Gosh. point is, like, the Mets, come on. Talk about we deserve better. As I was saying, Yankee fans deserve better than just to have Juan Soto for one year. Uh, how about the Mets fan? Like, it, it does ruin things, BT, going into the year knowing that the team is not competing at the highest of levels. Like, yeah, sure, they could exceed expectations. Mm. Could be a fun season. I get it. I'm not going to you know, ruin the excitement going into the year. But the reality is, like, come on. It's another year going to be off the board that the Mets have not won the World Series since 1986. Then there's the white flag. The concession. Oh, I mean, did mm. you need to see it? Well, you were putting up a fight for a couple weeks. I, did, I didn't World need Series. to see it. I wasn't sure if I would see not it. Not about World Series, uh, about playoffs. Like we, we saw it. They could be... <laughs> <laughs> they could be a playoff team. Anything could happen, dude. We have our fun, but it's a long season. You know, maybe they do address the DH with somebody other than, you know, the minor leaguers like Voight and the, whoever else, whatever else they did there. I don't know. Yeah, that's it's the just other thing. depressing. Um, it is, but I get the G-Man vision. Choi, right? They bring yeah. him in over the yeah. weekend. Okay, yeah. and then Luke Voigt. And I'm like, and like, I'm already resigned to the fact that they're not getting a DH. Mm-hmm. But then I see this, and it, it pisses me off even more. Like, why would you bring in Choi? Oh, I know what you're going to say. God, I know where you're going to go. Uh huh. What does that tell you if you bring those two guys in? Well, if it tells, see, here's the thing: the reason, aside from money, that they're not bringing in one of these established veteran DH bats, Solaire, who's gone, obviously Turner gone, Martinez still available, is because in theory they want to run the kids out there. Well, if you want to run the kids out there, why are you signing Choi and somebody like well, what are they Luke doing? Voigt? Yeah, right. What are they doing? Oh, maybe uh, hoping that they catch on and you could use them. Like. Yeah. If if you need one, go get a real one. Don't mess around with these guys. It's, you know what I'm saying? Dude, like, I, I see, do. It's an insult. It is an actual, it's a slap across the face. Oh, the Mets are giving Luke Voigt an invite to minor league camp. Oh, the Mets, the Mets have signed G-Mench. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Just stick with Vientos. Like, I, I was over it. I was past it. Just stick with Vientos. And DJ Stewart, who, by the way, like I think DJ Stewart could actually be a productive Former first round player. pick. I liked him. I said I said that a month ago. You laughed at me. No, he got looked pretty good in the September. He did some good things last I know. year with I the watched team. Him. I like him. Yeah. Easy guy to root for. Maybe play a little outfield, whatever. So, like, I get it, but it's not a sexy move. It's not what anybody wants going into no, the year. Doesn't mean it won't that. work out, and he can't be the primary DH or they get production out of that yeah. spot. But like, now, to me, the problem's the pitching. I know we can rant and rave about the DH. I, I think the staff is just not good. But I, I do have a serious question for yeah. you. Do you know when uh, Bring Your Dog to the Park Day is over? <laughs> you, you can't even get it out. What? what, I, want... I, mean, what, what is it? I, I do have a serious question. Then I look over at you, look at me like I'm dressed like Doink the Clown still. <laughs> yeah. what? No, I don't. When is it? I don't know. When I'm asking. I thought you'd be ready for yeah. it. No, why? I thought, I thought it would uh, anticipate. You know well, why? I mean, what do I want well, to bring that... my dog to the park day? Well, I mean, it's one of the benchmarks of the season, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Mets, right? Keep pressing. Keep pressing. Remember, uh, it can't really get much worse for Maybe me. Maybe the dogs could DH. Last year, if you recall, one of the first shows, it might have been our first month together. Okay. I came in here, started the show wearing a bag on my head. It's my picture on my ex account. You remember that? Of course. So that was one it's of hysterical. The, one of the first shows we did. It was amazing. As a Met fan, I think it was the day after they traded Verlander, if I'm not mistaken. It may have been. 
or something like that. It was I gave a, a white flag on the seat, whatever it was. Yeah. I wore a brown paper bag yeah, I remember over well. my head. It was unbelievable. I would anticipate this season is not going to be as bad as that. However, for you, my friend, it could get bad. It could <laughs> no, get I mean, bad. It's, it could get bad, but it ain't going to get your, like, your no, level I mean, bad. No. I'm telling you be that now, bad. You think if the Yankees won the World Series, they'd be a parade around here? Yeah. If Juan Soto leaves the Yanks yep. and signs with the Mets... He's not side of the Save, do, save some of your vacation days because I gotta have to get away from here. Oh, <laughs> baby. And I will have earned the blowback and I will take it like a man, but he's just he's not coming to the Mets. Yeah. He's gonna be here's what's gonna happen. Juan Soto in between, you know, hitting three twenty six with an OPS of eleven hundred and winning the MVP. Uh, based on the proximity of stadiums, he'll take a little little gander. He'll be doing his due diligence as an impending Jack free agent. the price up. Yeah. yeah, take a look over at Queens and he's not gonna like what he sees. <laughs> So I'm BT, not too worried. BT, you remind me of Rocky uh, right there. We're going to finish up on the phone here. Did you see the Flyers the other night, what they were dressed the as? Flyers. flyers. Oh, yes. I saw everybody. The Devils, the Prados, Rocky. The Flyers came off the bus yeah. in that Rocky outfit. It was awesome. Uh, I was, that that was really great. was cool. That was great. How'd you enjoy it as an Islander fan? Tough loss. Oh, stop Tough it. Tough loss. Come on. You heard me get on Schwartz before. It was a great win for my blue shirts. Anthony is calling from Wyckoff, New Jersey. What's up, Ant? <clears throat> How you doing, guys? How are you, Ant? All right, I got to agree with Sal here a little bit. Even though I'm a Yankee fan, a diehard, I know you guys have been bickering back and forth about a month. He likes to break your chops, Brandon. But if you're going to get Soto for one year, I don't think the Yankees have gone 100% all in, mm-hmm. especially with the pitching. You brought up the hater for the bullpen. I think it's a one-year deal. I don't think the Yankees want to go get another guy to pay another pitcher to go past Cole and definitely to pay another position player past judge. Yeah. That's my opinion. No, no, I could listen, be wrong. Uh, you could, and I could be wrong. That's certainly possible here. And what I would say is that the term all in to me has been a little manipulated and I would say improperly applied by <clears throat> some <laughs> pertaining to the Yankees. Yeah. <clears throat> what? Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, all in to me matters when it's, t- when it's really go time and it's trade deadline. Like they, they needed a left fielder. They got a, not a great one. They got a good one. They needed some more defensive depth in the outfield. Grisham's one of yeah. I know you laughed about this. Grisham truly is one of the best, if not the best, defensive defensive center fielders in baseball. All right, they don't have a they don't have a top three close. They didn't get Josh Hader. The Yankees have a top three, four, five bullpen in baseball. You already had Judge. Now you have Soto, who's amazing. You have the Cy Young winner. You got a second baseman on a contract year. You got a shortstop who won the Gold Glove, stole twenty bases, hit twenty plus bombs. Who's going to be better? You have Dominguez, who, who was, looked like a superstar in eight games, coming back already ahead of schedule. If they don't make the move, now let, let me take one step back quickly. They might not have to. I, I think Rodon's going to be better. Well, he better be better than last year. I think there's a chance he's going to be really good. If he's not, then the Yankees will need to pivot because you're not going to win a World Series with Cole, Rodon, you know, Stroman, Cortez, and Schmidt. I'll give you that. But if Rodon's Rodon, you could. And if Rodon's not Rodon, you better make a move to get somebody. And if you don't, you didn't go all in. Right. But like assigning degrees of all inness, if you will, now. I mean, what are we doing? It's February. Who's the dude? They're in enough for me. Remind me again, the lefty that they signed from the Dodgers in the bullpen. I forget his name. Okay, exactly. Josh Hader was available. Mm Mm-hmm. For five years, $100 million. So what? I think you could spend money better. Who do you think makes the Yankees more of a World Series team? Josh Hader or this lefty that we don't even know his name? Caleb Ferguson. A starter. 
Well, they didn't get one of those either. I mean, I was going to get to that, but you want to go there too? Point is, if they're all in, go get Josh Hader instead of Caleb Ferguson, and then go get Blake Snell. Not, oh, well, we offered him this amount, and that's what we're sticking to. No, go get him. Go get him. Or go get Montgomery. <laughs> Let me ask or go you, get I don't Corbin want Montgomery. Burns. I just don't want Montgomery. But I hear you on the other stuff, and I think that they will. But... Let me ask you, Sal, what is a weaker point right now? The Yankees rotation mm-hmm. or the Yankees bullpen? What's weaker? Yeah, their rotation. Okay, I, I agree right. with you. So why are you yelling because at the moon power bullpen. and howling at the moon that they missed on Hater when the obvious deficiency is in the rotation, which they might still address? Because you didn't ask the other part to that question. What's the other part? Hater is the better of the pitchers available, or was at the time, Meaning, even if they had a need in the rotation that was stronger than the need in the bullpen, Hater trumps what they could have gotten in the bullpen. So I'd rather take uh, or, or the starting rotation. I know what you're I should say. I'd rather take Hater, make him my closer, move everybody down. Now you have a super bullpen, or at least a much more powerful bullpen, as opposed to bringing in Blake Snell. And it's like, okay, well, yes, Snell, if he succeeds in his first year in New York and does what he did last year, he's going to be a really good number two behind Cole. And you still have the question with Rodon, still have question with Strowman. Yeah, you add another arm that should be very good. But I think Hater would have been that much more of a difference maker and more cost effective listen i admit there's there's a couple of different ways to build a team and i'm what what sounds saying is logical and they didn't uh, either uh, fyi yet is the operative word now they're not going to get some horse at the back of the bullpen but some they what? could what's that some what horse okay what'd you think i said i don't know i just sounded a little too close for comfort there really yeah like somewhat what? would you say <clears throat> horse yeah okay all right. What'd you think I said? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm listening to Dice too much. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, it's not clicking. I mean, yeah. now you're making me think that I say horse. No, no, I, no, I, I know I did. But do you think that Hater or do you what? Where do you think he ranks among closers? I mean, he's got to be. A, I'm saying what, one, two, three. Yeah, right. All right, top, top three. Top three for sure. Oh, no doubt. Where do you think? Clay, top two even. Maybe. Maybe. Where do you think Clay Holmes is? Ah, truthfully, I'm. I'm not. You know, I know you don't love him, but he's not no, 13 no. is the point. No, no, Seven, maybe top 10. Eight. Okay, yeah. that's about. So it's not this precipitous fall from Hayter to Holmes. That's why I don't overreact and don't place the emphasis on not getting Hayter like you do. If they had a glaring hole in the bullpen, it would be different. Holmes is good. Yeah. He's not Hayter, but he's good. Russ is on Long Island. What's up, Russ? Russ. Hey, how are you guys? How are you, Russ? At least I got to give you guys a compliment. Um, I tend bar for a living, and you guys are like two guys having a drink and arguing over baseball or football thing. It's a great compliment to you guys. I think you're great. Thank you. We that, honestly, that. that you know, can I give you a little inside? Right, first of all, it's an amazing compliment, and we'll we'll accept it humbly. Thank you very much. One of the things, and Sal, you just said to me off the air. One of the templates for really most shows, but I'm just talking about our show. That's what we want. Like that's what we want to sound like and be the guys that. You would want to hang out with like Sal actually said two hours ago. Hey, you used the, the same exact terminology <laughs> yeah. because we talk about that as a point of reference for building the show. For you to say that, there's compliments, but that is that is one that we've actually tried to do. So that really hits home. Thank you, man. Thank you. Rose. Yeah, well, it works for me. That's for sure. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the big thing is, I, I'm going to have to agree that I think Juan Soto was gone next year. Why? I'm sorry, he's going to chase money. Why? I I just don't believe that even if the Yankees get to the play or get to the World Series and they lose, I just don't think the motivation for these players anymore is championships. I just think it's money. Yeah, and him specifically, that would be my point. 
It obviously wasn't with Judge. We'll find out about Alonzo, but I think Soto, it's going to be money. So I'm not sure there's anything the Yankees could do as far as winning this year that would entice him to take less money. I think if the Yankees want him, they're going to have to pony up. You could worry about the offseason. I'm looking forward to that first at-bat in March. Now batting for the Yankees. Juan Soto. Enjoy it. I know tomorrow you have C-Mac and then yep. you have K-Mac. Keith McPherson yep. makes a couple days in for me. Dude, so enjoy some of yeah. the Yankee stuff. Yeah, send your prayers. You, I need I, it. Everybody say something for Sal's family to yourself. We he could it. use it. We're going to miss you. We'll hold it down. God bless, bro. Thank you, BT. Thanks, everybody. Listen and call. We appreciate each and every one of you. Dove and Hoff as well. I'll be back with you Friday. BT will see you tomorrow at 10. Evan and Tiki are up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.